welcome to another episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. Well, hello, broads. Yeehaw, broads. Becca is rocking the cow. Good morning and yeehaw, bitches. (laughs) Howdy. Howdy. You look like you're ready for some mud wrestling, babe. Fuck yeah, if I can get in there with um, Jake Gyllenhaal and... Uh, mm. And Heath. And Heath Ledger. Yeah, that was... I am down to be the the third pig in the mud. I mean, <laughs> same. Sounds, ew, that sounds like a... I don't know that what that like was. That sounds um, But, uh, guys, yes. we have a guest today, which is probably good, because second episode of the season is usually really anticlimactic. It's and always a little bit I'm of I'm not going to s- lie, this episode was... There For were me, no yeah. exception. There were there were a few moments that caught my attention in this, but it's in always general, the last fifteen minutes, and you're like, oh, yeah. this is drama with guys we don't know and don't care about. You're not quite invested. Yada, yada. But broads, I think this might be our first ever. <laughs> guest for like a full recap and of course we couldn't bring someone else on besides my Kayla Bartholomew you know her you love her and actor. and if you don't know her or or love her you yes. can y'all better find out <laughs> no I'm joking wait no we haven't talked to you actually for almost it's oh, almost been a year yeah it's been it's actually been like nine or ten months it's been that yes it has so. because we haven't been filming for over six months now so. wow yeah yeah and so maybe for the people who aren't familiar if you could introduce yourself yeah absolutely um hey y'all um my name is my kayla bartholomew or you can call me my i am an actor and that is what my taxes say, and that's what the government takes out of my taxes. <laughs> um, but I also work in advocacy as an activist, and I am the host or co-host of the Black Chillerettes podcast yes. with Vic and Mai, which um, we started on accident, and now we're in it. Ah, oh, I'm so excited now you're in it we're now in you're, it. and we're, now you're trapped you we're all deep. have the official patreon that just launched we did we'll put that in the episode note notes broads but very exciting yeah man i'm excited to be here with y'all in person i know, I know. the last energy even though you're like 10 feet away 10 feet away but it's okay because like we're still here you know what i mean exactly. we got the energy in the same room yeah no more so, zoom business no more zoom me like pent up in a corner i don't Ugh. know what i was sitting on but it was in whatever apartment they were putting me up in for filming. And like I had brought in my patio table from outside. Oh, I was sitting in my patio chair that was from my balcony with my patio table <laughs> against like my balcony wall so I could have some natural light. Oh, yeah. yeah. Cause you know, Zoom rooms, you gotta make yourself look good. Oh, That's true. the ring lights, they were everything with the Zoom times. When you'd hop into a, into a conference call with Zoom and you happened to have your ring light and no mm. one else did, you just felt so mm. good. Like and that just bitch. Like, and you remember to like clean off your camera before yes. you turned your camera. Mm-hmm. I have this rule. Well, that's not my rule. Um, but the people I work with at the Broadway Advocacy Coalition, we have this rule where we don't turn our cameras on until we're ready. Like, okay. girl, this meeting will start. Or I, and I may or may not have my camera on. That's fine. Um, and every now and then you'll turn your camera on and people will be like, "Yeah, dang, your skin is clear. You're glowing. You look fantastic." <laughs> and it's like, girl, because I hit it with that Windex. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, 
<laughs> I did. I took a quick little towel, a little bit of Windex, mm-hmm, just a little scrub, scrub. Magic can happen. I don't know if that's good for MacBook Pros. So I mean, honestly, who knows? I feel like I spray mine down with Lord knows what all the time, and Evan's just like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "I don't know." It's Breaking dirty. down the camera immediately. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I've cleaned a MacBook Pro in like three years, probably. Respect. You know. But my, I have to ask you before we start diving into the episode. Uh, what are your initial thoughts on Katie as the Bachelorette? Interesting. Also, for the black black Charlotte, that is yeah, so no, hard for me to it say. It is. It's hard for us to say the black Charlotte. Black Charlotte. So, like, this is how we do it, right? The black Chellorettes. So black Chellorettes. That's black Chellorettes. Black right? Chellorettes. No, you said it. Black Chillerettes. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> that actually you really gotta hit helps. that K before that C. And you gotta add in the E-L. Mm-hmm. Really, really emphasize Just it. Just hit Black it hard, You know, because there's another podcast. Um, shout out to the Blatchillerettes. Which okay. is just B L A C H E. Black Chillerettes. But ours is black Chillerettes. The premise is similar. Like we're black. <laughs> that's Got it. the that's the T. Got it. Um but ours is like that hard K before that C. Black Chillerettes. Okay, we mispronounce it every episode. Do you guys do recaps of every episode? Yes. Do you do okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So um our we just we took a couple not a couple months off. We took a minute off because mm-hmm. after that video blew up. Yes. Um of me I didn't even say nothing bad about Chris Harrison I was just trying to say you know racism existed in 2018 sir yeah um but after that video blew up and that video blew up yeah man I was and I, we were about to delete it because like I was like dang I forgot captions and then Victoria texted me and was like bro it has a hundred thousand views leave it mm-hmm. and I was like okay I'll just upload a different one and she was like girl it has five hundred thousand views and I was like mm-hmm, what's up <laughs> And then suddenly I had like four or 5,000 followers. And I was like, no, 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 no. Um, Welcome to hell. I was like, I can feel it. But, uh, like I was with my parents. I still had COVID. I recorded oh that God. video while I had COVID. It was one of my like good days. And I could like feel the energy. So I went back into my room um, where I was like isolating from my family and I was like, do I tell my parents? Like, am I supposed to tell my mama about this? Or my because my dad works in the government. Like, this has happened before with, like, some activist stuff that really scared them. Um, and then the death threat started. Yeah. Real quick. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, we going private. <laughs> and then mm-hmm. we kind of just disappeared for a little bit. Just because we needed to take a step back. It was, that shit was taxing. Yeah. Oh, my God. I did not finish Matt James this season. You weren't missing much. I know. <laughs> I saw like some clips and I was in Mexico when like the finale was happening and I tried watching and I got like 10 minutes in. I was like, man, I'm in Mexico. Why am I watching this? <laughs> yeah. Why am I enjoy, your, enjoy your time away. I'm like in the pool with my computer. Like, guys, I have to watch The Bachelor. <laughs> I got a live stream. <laughs> I have to like, they need the live reaction. They didn't need it. Um, but Katie as The Bachelorette, I was initially like hardcore. Like, no, I don't want it. Mm-hmm. I'm uninterested. The entire season I had hot takes about how it seemed like she came off as a white savior. Mm-hmm. And I was like, the the lens of white feminism was being pushed and thrust, I think, upon her edit. Mm-hmm. And I was like, we're not seeing all of Katie. Where it's like pink pussy power. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 It's like women support women. It's like, okay, but in what context? <laughs> yeah. And what kind of women support what kind of women? 
or do we support like are women supporting all women or are we recognizing like how certain women might be villainized for like their actual feelings because of certain stereotypes and tropes that exist in society mm-hmm. like what what do we mean and in a show like The Bachelor, like, there's no nuance to look at. It's like, you just got the white girl. Like, yeah, yeah. everybody stop being so mean. And then you <laughs> cut to a bunch of women of color, like, laughing it off. Yeah. yeah. It's like, what does yeah. that look like? So initially, I was a little icy. I was like, oh, I get it. Y'all need to keep your demographic. But I don't even feel like she could keep your demographic because... Mm-hmm. I was confused. She exhausted me, even though she seems like a cool person. Yeah. I don't know her personally. I remember I had made a meme with Bernie Sanders and she posted it without crediting me. Like <laughs> really, really early on in the season. And I was like, this is violence. <laughs> <laughs> Give me credit. <laughs> I'm really proud of my inauguration Bernie bachelor <laughs> yeah. meme. And I was like, also, bro, it's a meme. And I guarantee you 82 other people made the same thing. But um, when you put your heart and soul into a Bachelor meme, yeah. you know. And, I was, and this is before. This is when we had like 800 followers. So I was yeah, like, you're like, need, I need it. <laughs> we need the. And so, yeah, I didn't really care. I was like, I might not even watch the season. I don't want I don't want to watch it. Um, and she gave me the whole like, I want to have a talk show. Like I can see, I can already see the branding, like adventures with Katie and whoever she ends up picking or it seems like she's playing the game real well. Mm-hmm. And so for the reasons I was against it initially, I still feel like I'm like, oh no. Talk sh- I see, I don't get that. Maybe. Like I think she could be doing it, but I don't feel like, I don't know. I get, I go back and forth with her because I wasn't stoked initially because I was just like, she seemed kind of like a no. She started to get kind of on my nerves sure. preseason, or I was just kind of like, uh, I don't know. But then now I like her because she's just like, I really feel like she is just being herself. Mm-hmm. She's like being herself with the guys, and so, so even though I feel like she might have like, she might have goals, I feel like she really is like, I want to like do this thing, and also I'm trying to get a little less judgy about the for the right reasons because I'm also like. Who the f- how many people are going the fuck on there for their husband? I That's mean, give like, me a fucking break. No, dead ass. That is literally my partner and I were watching it because shout out Maximilian. I finally got him into this shit. <laughs> um, but we were watching last night and he was like, I don't know. She seems like mad genuine, bro. And I, was <laughs> like, I was like, I think there's both. And like, I think she's yeah. like both like maybe wants to be yeah. engaged for real for real yeah. at the end of this. Yeah. I do think she actually was into Matt. Yeah. Um, and now she's like, here's an opportunity where I can find my bae. And then also we might be able to cut a check together. Like, yeah. Let's get our Power coin. Like, and that's what I see. So that's yeah. why I'm like, do I, I, I can't tell if I trust it or, but also she's been on this show for like a year straight now. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Also, what you're saying though about the narrative being thrust upon her is interesting because I was kind of feeling this last night when the guys keep talking about like how sex positive she is and how comfortable with her sexuality she yeah. is. And I'm like, me and Gray were getting annoyed. We were like, okay, but how do you, bro, how do you know this? Because she showed up with a fucking dildo. That's it. So, like, yeah. what do we know about her sexuality? What do we know about how comfortable she is with it aside from that she masturbates right. and uses like a vibrator <laughs> yeah, to do well, it? Welcome. It's like, yeah. it's, 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 I don't know. Girl, that's, I think that's, most of us are trying. Yeah. That's <laughs> just started trying. to get on my nerves where people are like, she's so sex positive. Or the guys, like, she's so, I've never been with someone as comfortable with her, their sexuality as her. And I'm just yeah. like, 
It's what, like, are, what is this off the basis of? Well, mm-hmm. and I, I think something that's interesting, and I would love to hear y'all thoughts on it, is like, you know how you use certain words and they lose their meaning immediately? Absolutely. Yes. Uh-huh. Like, like uh-huh. woke, died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yes. died, went yes. to hell, uh-huh. keeps trying to come back, but it's like, girl, stay down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Take the KO. Yeah. Um, that's how I feel. Like, that's what I feel is happening with the word sex positive on this show. Yeah. Mm. I was like, how many times are we going to say this? Do I need to start a tally mark? Yeah. yeah. Like, do I need to treat it like, you know, every time they have the bachelor shirtless on the show? Like, how many times do they have them shirtless this episode? How many times are you going to say sex positive and not actually know what you're talking right. about? Oh. Or not give any concrete examples or like actually show it aside from being like, we're going to do the best lover in the world challenge. Yeah. Oh, my God. No, it's so true. The bachelor, we were even like talking about this a little bit last episode where it's like the bachelor just takes some thing and it just beats it down until <laughs> you're like I started liking this and now I can't stand it because mm-hmm. you guys just don't know the idea of just sprinkling something in it's just like a heavy pour and I'm like okay it's like the Colton Colton with the virgin thing exactly like, oh my god bro yeah. we get it you've never had sex you've never had sex so. yeah it's like come on now like it's virginity like, yeah girl it, it's okay it's like, okay and there now are virgins we have... out there we don't have to molly whop it <sighs> into every Everyone's being to yes. be like, remember, she's sex positive. She uses a vibrator. He is a virgin. Okay? They take everything and they just make it that person's whole identity. So because Katie enjoys a vibrator, it's like she is this way. Well, and welcome because to someone's reality a virgin. TV. Yeah, exactly. It's like That's you just true. have to have like the full blown, like this is who it's, you are and whatever. It's literally all aspects of reality TV is to make you into a caricature of yourself. It's like Extreme Home Makeover, like we joke about, where they're like, you like horses? We're building you a horse stable bedroom <laughs> and you're gonna have a horse as a bathtub and like there's gonna be a chariot of horses that's gonna deliver you to your new house you know, it's like, that's, re- like, that's reality TV yes. Yes. It's like, or it's like love and hip hop was it love and hip ooh I'm gonna get in trouble and I'm about to get my black card snatched if love and hip hop is not where Cardi B originated but yeah, yeah. but it was like Cardi B and her existence mm. her whole existence is what people wanted to beat yeah. us over the head it was her teeth it was the titties that were a little lopsided and she was like and what who cares yeah. you know <laughs> it was the it was the butt and it was like just constantly still being like on 10 yeah and everyone being like what <laughs> is this a human being <laughs> and then you realize it's like yes it is indeed. They yes. just, they blew it up because they gave her a lot of screen time. Uh-huh. And now she has the freedom to be that exact human being wherever she, I don't care if she don't write her, her uh, own music. I'm listening to it. Oh. Right. I want my money to be up and stuck. I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> Had never heard of it before. Bodak yellow, red bottoms. I don't know what's going on there, but I'm invested. Yeah, I'm completely invested. Because reality TV mm-hmm. choked me to death with her personality. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I, so so I, I, with the whole Katie piece, I feel like I'm in a similar place where you both are now. I, I've i always really like liked Katie because I feel like Katie has just kind of... I didn't... Well, it was interesting because on Matt James's season, initially I was like, eh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And But then when I was seeing her on social media, I'm like, I feel like I'm getting more of like who she is. Um, yeah, but you've, been a, you've been a Katie stan. I've been a Katie stan because I just, I feel like she's kind of one of those people who just puts exactly who she is out there and when Mm. she does receive any sort of like kickback about it she just digs her heels in and I respect that I respect that it's not this kind of wishy-washy sense of who she is where I don't quite get her and then it's like night one 
you're picking the cat guy. Uh-huh. You're going for That's all the true. guys that I'm like, it's no true. other bachelorette that I'm aware of would be choosing these people. And yet here we are because you're just you. And yeah. so I do appreciate that. I do I appreciate that. I will agree that. with you there because I like night one was like, yo, you know, we were looking at these guys and I think Victoria was like, um, where are the Ken dolls? Like, yeah, is this the B team? Max last <laughs> right. night was like, what is this junior, junior varsity? When looking <laughs> yes. at these men, I was like, I'm sorry, but. I, Katie's picking all the men that I would pick. You yeah, know, like yeah. these are guys in real life that, like Connor the cat, I would immediately be like thrusting over, yeah. just melting, dripping. You're a teacher, you play the guitar, and you're wearing whiskers. I was invested. <laughs> I was like, that's my man. Becca was seeing Becca was I traumatized. I am like so traumatized. Becca was traumatized me with the paws. And I'm I was so the same way where I was like, your cat costume gives me like vi or gives me chills all over my body in a bad way. But there's something about who you are that I, I just and I I hate can't cats. help it. Cats are trash. Like, and I'm allergic. So that's that's a thing. But if that's as close as I can come to a kitten, yeah. baby, bring it on over. Get those paws all over And me. you guys are over there itching. Just yeah. like. Like, I'm, I'm going disgusted, to throw up. Disgusted, bro. <laughs> well, okay. Okay, why don't we take a pause and then why don't we get into the episode? I'm not going to lie. I have like some, like, I feel like I have like my 10 points of the episode. And I'm kind of wondering if instead of going play by play, if we might want to just talk about like the hot characters and the hot moments I'm of all, the episode. I'm all about that. I'm, I'm all about okay, it. I feel like this is good. one of these episodes She's where... hit it and quit it. Yeah, yes. I feel like it's one of these episodes where it's it's just better to get into some of the hot points yeah. instead of, you mm-hmm. know. Um, but let's take a quick pause. So, brats, <clears throat> now that we have all spent the last, I don't know, 16 months in sweatsuits, slippers, I gotta say, I don't think my feet are ready for stiletto heels again, that's for sure. Um, I need to ease back into the art of wearing real clothes and shoes again, which is why I have been fully stocking my closet with Rothy's, the most comfortable thing I've ever put in my feet that wasn't of the slipper variety. And I'm not just saying that. Rothy surveyed thousands of customers and the single most popular word used to describe their shoes is comfy. Um, guys, I just need to tell you because I got an ad last night from Rothy's for their new bubble slide <gasps> sandals. Oh, those are so cute. The black is sold out in like every size. Actually, they might be restocked when we post this. Who knows? But they are so cute. Oh, they're so just cute. had to show you guys because the bubble slide are the it shoe for Rothy's right mm-hmm. now, in my opinion. Anyway, yes. um, <laughs> Rothy's unique seamless design paired with the fact that they're made out of super comfy, moldable materials makes them the perfect shoe for any occasion. Plus, they're eco-conscious because Rothy's are crafted with thread made from recycled water bottles and they are 100% machine washable. Anytime your Rothy's start to look a little bit loved, you can pop them in the wash and they come out looking brand freaking new. My favorite pair is the the classic, the point in black, because it just it goes with every single thing in my closet. Um, but I've also gotten a few pairs for my daughter. I'm probably going to need those bubble ones now, too. <laughs> but I got some for Ember. And now they've recently launched a men's line. And Evan has a few pairs on the way. Uh, Who, What, Where and Pop Sugar and even Vogue have all raved about Rothy's. And we couldn't agree more. They're comfortable, sustainable, machine washable and super stylish. They really do it all. Upgrade your closet with washable, sustainable, stylish shoes and bags from Rothy's. Plus, they just launched men's shoes, actually. So make sure to check them out for the special guy in your life. Head to rothys.com slash chatty. Find your new favorites today. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash chatty. 
So the weather in Southern California and I think a lot of the country right now is hot. Hot, hot, hot. It's so hot right now. If you hear the air conditioning in the background, that's because we're trying not to pass away in the studio. Um, But it's hot, which means I'm spending every single second possible outside soaking up the sun when I have the opportunity. And thanks to Article, I am getting some great outdoor furniture and I'm recreating an outdoor dream, okay? You've got to check out Article's newest outdoor collection. It's called The Seaside Retreat. I mean, the name alone sounds so dreamy. Uh, The series features super elegant pieces designed exactly how you probably picture a seaside retreat, natural woods, pops of blue and yellow and green. In short, you get that seaside retreat without having to go to the sea. The stuff is so cute. Mm. Whenever we talk about article, I'm always going to like Google and look up their new stuff. I know. I always hear you get quiet and I'm like, I know that you're on their website right now. (laughs) Article is seriously our number one pick when it comes to making your home inside or outside the space that you've always wanted. They make shopping for your home easier than ever by combining the curation of a specialty boutique furniture store with the ease and simplicity of shopping online. All the in-stock items ship super quickly and they offer free shipping on all orders over uh, $999. Also, the savings, you guys, that's just the cherry on top because Article cuts out the middleman, sells directly to you, and you save up to 30% over traditional retail prices. I have a lot of pieces uh, from Article around my home, pretty much something in every room, actually. So I can say firsthand, the quality is even better than I expected it would be. Each piece is designed with premium materials that are made to last. I couldn't be happier with every piece I've gotten from Article Again, I can truly not tell you how good the quality is. It always shocks me when it arrives. And Broads, I think this is a pretty good deal. We are offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more, which I think is such a hack because there are like $110 items that you can get for practically half off with our code when you get $50 off. Go to article.com slash chatty. The discount's going to be automatically applied at checkout. So just go to article.com slash chatty. You're going to get $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Woohoo. Okay. Woo. Let's get into this. Let's um, get into this episode. Oh, please. Yes. I just want to say y'all need to go use these codes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Rothy's are the most sensational shoe I've ever put on my, my feet. Oh my gosh, they're so nice. I got right? them as a gift from our, like our producer's rap gift. They were like, "We're gonna get you guys all rothy." And I was like, "I've heard <laughs> of these." Okay, I was like, "Okay." I like remember you guys talking about them on the pod, and I was like, "Ah, oh, wow, sustainable shoes." <laughs> and then I got them, and they got the like the color I got. I was like, "Oh, that's that's kind of." sleek and finesse and then i put them on and i was like oh shit the comfiness is pretty shocking like it's insane my mom keeps trying to steal them from me yeah you gotta i had keep to like away. ship them back to new york <laughs> while i was staying with my parents in virginia because i was like you can't have them stay away Protect so, but if you do use them costs. i can put them in the in the uh, washing machine and they look and fresh. they look brand new yeah. so if y'all don't go use these codes <laughs> i'm telling you they are putting y'all onto some good stuff <laughs> Okay, that's all. Thank, Thank you for you. the plug. Thank you for the plug. We appreciate the plug. Okay, so I'm proposing we talk about a few different topics. This okay. is my proposal. Okay. We need to talk about Mike. That's yes. the first. Girl, I, for a second, I was like, yeah. Mike Johnson? No, we need to talk about Mike the Virgin. Mike the Virgin. We got to talk about him. I call him Hillsong. I love that. Hillsong Mike. Mm-hmm. That is so accurate. I keep forgetting his name, so I keep calling him Hillsong. I, I prefer that name. <laughs> I truly do. I love that. Um, we need to talk about that. 
can, can we just start there? So th- this is all in the context of yeah. the weird bedroom group date. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for those who did haven't watched, if we can set the scene a sure. little bit. Right. So do people I can't believe I see in the comments people saying that they don't actually watch the There's episodes. quite a lot of people who just listen. They just listen to. Yeah. The, yeah we get that, too. People yeah. are like, I don't even watch The Bachelor. I'm just here for y'all recaps. And I'm like, what? Yeah. So basically, they are put in a date where it's a big group date. And comedian Heather McDonald is there. They they literally set the situation up like it looks like it's going to be performance art. We're like a spotlight <laughs> on a vibrator, a spotlight on a bra. It's out of control. And the men are told that they all need to put some sort of performance yes. in to prove that they are the best lover Ugh, my body. The best lover of all. And then someone wins the best lover trophy. Yeah, and there are some, like, fun ones. Like, Connor the Cat had a really cute song. Yeah, that song it was... It was really good. <laughs> and, like, I was like, okay, we got we got a, a verse. We got some, a hook here, uh-huh. a bridge. Like, I'm invested. I know his students were out there. Like, we're about to put a remix on this and I make a dance to, to TikTok. I was like, to be honest, I was really shocked. As soon as he busted out the guitar, I was like, this is going to be so painful. And then his no, lyrics were funny. Was, yeah, he was, was like the comedic opener of a show. Like yes. just doing a quick little like It was great. Yeah. He I, was like Nick Thune, Bo Burnham type like ooh, comedian energy yes. a little bit. I was like, okay. And also just a quick little side note note about our Connor the Cat. Um recently found out that through the entire filming of the show, he was wearing a um an anklet with the uh transgender flag because his sister is trans and he was wanting to uh, support her and he's like a Aww. huge advocate for trans rights and so he had that anklet on the entire time filming Aww. what a so, way of bringing that on set right making sure, like making space for it on set and you don't even have to know that's the thing he had his little anklet on and he would take a photo of it and send it to his parents and so Aww. his mom posted about it and i'm just like i could burst into tears right now all right connor I know. That's sweet. I will I cap know. for him until the end of time. But <laughs> since we're talking about him, I don't guys, know how much no. further the, it's going to go. The makeout, the makeout session that night when he was like proposing that they redo. So later on in the in the evening, I'm just since we're talking about Connor, he was like, "Let's you know the first kiss maybe wasn't. I mean, I thought the first kiss went well according to Katie. <laughs> thought, yeah, she was. I mean, her she was throwing that body into it. I was she like, "Ma'am, the, the pause. We're doing we're, a body we're roll working. like we're in Get Me Body by Beyonce. <laughs> yes. Like, what's going on? So I, I mean, fine. they seemed happy. I was like, Muzzle Tov to the both of you. I hope you're happy. But when he said, let's redo the first kiss. First of all, I don't like that intro into a kiss of like, like, why don't we kiss again? again. Ah! And then like the way he went for it and she, she pulled out of that kiss. She did. She pulled back. She did. I saw it and I was like, "Uh uh-oh. I know. I was like, oh shit. No, wait, no, keep, Uh. but... And she was like, oh, but I'm so hot and bothered. I was like, I don't know if no, you are. Because no, no. I saw that recoil. Oh, it came from the gut. It did. It was the ick in the gut. It was the... It, 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 she loved the furry kiss. And beyond the furry kiss, it's not for her. You put a little too much tongue into it. Yeah. You saw that. Uh, oh, my God. I hate that on The Bachelor. You see that tongue work. Oh. Yeah. Also, it was Connor, Connor, I love you so much. I'm sending this to you with all the peace blessings in the world. With peace and love for your future makeout sessions. When a woman is rocking a beautiful, low, messy bun that is perfectly coiffed, do not 
grab it oh, at the top and God. destroy the hair. Oh, that alone, I'd be like, no, no, no. I'm, I'm like, like off, I'm like, off, I have the sir. rest of the night. I get the God. story. Like, I get that you're trying to push the storyline. Like, oh, yes. I was touching your head with a paw last time, so let me touch your hair. Yeah, with my hand. I was like, yeah, but you don't got to a j- grab my <laughs> neck or something. Sure, you know, yeah. a shoulder. <laughs> give me a little choke. Give me a little her. waist. Yeah. Like, yeah, give me a little choke. Give me I'll a little take a little choke on the second. I don't have any makeup here. Also, like you, even if you touched my hair, just gentle. But he, he, gra- yeah. like took a grab and no. it messed up her, her beautiful, her beautifully quaffed hair. I'm thinking about this bun right now, and there was no care put into this, right? It, this is like four days. Looks pretty good. It's though. looking very nice. Thank you. I, you know, just wanted to. I was like, what will allow headphones to fit yeah. on top? Yeah. Because um, wearing it down, it was gonna look dumb. Um, <laughs> but I was like, if Max had the audacity to like touch my bun right now oh mm-hmm. i'd be like wait now i gotta wait hold on now i gotta take it out it already no. takes me 40 minutes to get it up in the first place yeah connor. and then he's just gonna oh that's that's i'm that's, still gonna cap for him of course and i think connor i have of course katie katie is not it's gonna it's not gonna go maybe more than a few more weeks just you because she so? can i don't think so because she connects with him emotionally like in like maybe a friend way but the ick the, the ick is it was there you can't hide the ick and she did that in the kiss and I think he was so nervous you could see the nerve you could he see the nerves and the anxiety it, he, he was like he was like oh let's redo the first <gasps> kiss and then like I, I'm already <gasps> in there I'm already you can't even <gasps> say no it's like no but I do believe that he will I I I'm gonna make this prediction now Connor will find love in paradise and it'll be a love that works Ooh. i believe he will meet someone in paradise and i think it'll work out fire and flames flames and fire i, I have this, this feeling for him i feel it in my gut i'm sure he'll make someone i do not happy. want him for katie i just want him to stay on the show longer. yes yes mm, no, that's no, where i'm at i want him gone you want him gone <laughs> now <laughs> go ahead and send him home next episode okay <laughs> rose ceremony just Surprise us all. Don't beat around the bush, please. <laughs> okay, just let us know where you're really at. Yeah. You'd like to keep it real. Forward. Keep it real with us. Yeah. Just, we saw the ick. We, we saw, saw the ick. You can't hide it. I just want his, I want his students to be proud of him. I know. They're proud. They're so They're proud. proud like, They're proud. Like, go viral on TikTok. I just want your success, Connor B. That's all I want. That's true. You can, you know he's a good person. I'll give him that. I, yeah. Like, that's the one guy I think I would follow on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? I don't think I've, I haven't oh. followed any of them I haven't yet. followed not Nan. Even though I will tell you I have been tempted to follow Justin and I've been looking at his photos, but I have not brought, pushed the follow button. I'm ready to hate follow Greg. Actually, I wouldn't. I wouldn't follow him. I would. I would. Oh, I would. Um, oh, Gregory Ever, Evan Hansen. Yeah. I would definitely. Uh, what's it, lurk on his page via mm. a burner? I would not follow. I don't want to add to his follower account or I'm his not likes. Adding to shit over for, for William Esper Studios. Pl- no, hell no. <laughs> Absolutely, I rebuke. I have no idea who you just said. Oh, that's his acting school. Yeah, that he went to. Mm-hmm. Which I'm very familiar with. Like, that's an acting school that I would just go and get, like, some additional training. It's a pretty good school. It is. But um, that's the thing. It's a pretty good school. Oh, wait. We're going to hear your thoughts as an actor about Greg. Okay. Um, Before we get into Mike, I want to save Mike kind of for the end. Yeah, for sure. Because this is the the cherry on top. In my opinion, the best of the episode was this whole Mike situation. Uh Not like he is the best, but this was, to me, the crescendo of the episode. Agreed. Um. They did like a little quizzy thing. Just one thing I want to note. Oh. I gave Courtney major points because Courtney knew the answer to the trivia of what piece of clothing is going to make a woman have a higher chance of having an orgasm. Yeah. And Courtney was like socks. And yeah. I was like, 
Okay. That's... And honestly, I did not know that. And the socks are going on tonight. I so, had no idea. Well-researched man. Like, also, shout out to Connor. He knew that the woman's biggest sex, largest sex organ is the brain. Yeah, of course teacher. he did. You know, you yeah, gotta know. Know. if he didn't know that, that'd be embarrassing. Everyone else said vagina except Justin said tongue. <laughs> Sex organ. It's not a sex organ. I'm I'm over here thinking about how taste buds regenerate every three weeks, and I'm like, that's the largest sex organ. (laughs) Like, that's what you think it is. That one. I got a whole uterus. You know. I'm just thinking more like Justin. I know you. You. I'm sure have women throwing themselves at you on a regular basis, and our largest sex organ is not our tongue. I wonder if he was thinking of his own tongue. Uh, I wonder if he was like, Justin's yeah, tongue. man, like, it's the tongue, duh, I'm so good at it. Like, yeah, I wonder if that was his thought. That definitely and then might just be. Got confused. The to- you know what? The tongue is the largest, no, uh, it's, it's the most strong muscle or something. The tongue mm-hmm. is the most something muscle. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know that thing can regrow. That's a thing. The tongue can regrow? Mm-hmm. Not like in full, like healing and stuff but, but it can it, like if you bite a piece of your tongue it can repair itself fascinating yeah i can't remember what it is but the tongue starts to make me nauseous if i think about it for too long if mm-hmm. i'm being honest i'm still thinking about taste buds mm-hmm. uh justin uh so they they have then they do the quiz and then the men start to Their perform like you said connor's was great um also i liked but i'm also such a simp for christian i i I, his Christian was the most basic, but I still was just like, oh. See, I don't remember what his I was. Even, yeah, I don't even remember. So he went up and he's just like with his Boston accent. He was just like, hey, babe, like, I just want to let you know. I know that intimacy is not just about sex. And I want to let you know that like, oh, I I've clean done the, the dishes. House, I washed yeah, the yeah. dishes. Yeah. And what did he say? Really not much, but his just vibe. When he, Whenever he says wicked, I just get weak at the knees. Ew. I'm just like, I, can't I literally wrote him down in my notes as the Boston cream guy. I don't like uh, him. I don't know why. He I makes, like him. I think he's cute. But if someone says wicked, like that to me is so wicked much. with a Boston accent. No, that's so chuggy. Oh, my God. I, I just keep waiting for him to say khakis again. Like I, he, oh, got, yeah. he got or car, car keys. You know what I mean? Khakis. Yeah. Every time he gets on screen, I'm like, wait, wait, what, what's going on? What? I think he's cute. I think he's cute for sure. Yeah. I, I, I like his face. But then he starts talking and I'm like, yeah, I'm glad you did the dishes. You, uh, yes thank you for cleaning the house that is sexy i do enjoy that <laughs> like but i don't want to like you and he's he's trying you're, you're resistant i'm I trying like he's he's one of those ones he's we talked about it before i'm like i am embarrassed that i have such a weak spot for him but and he's one of those do ones be curling. <sighs> guys i'm still calling justin marcus in my notes i was calling him marcus last week Dang. and i'm still calling justin marcus it's okay marcus has left the building marcus is not justin here he is a marcus to me he does not look like a justin to me i don't he know what his, his name is his mama said his name is Justin. yeah but so <laughs> i have to say guys i made a note that he had to bring up another art joke and he brought up when he was massaging her feet i he know did. a piece of art when i see one and i'm like Enough with the fucking art references. We get it that you're a fucking painter. <laughs> the artist in the room is like, stop well, reminding okay, so th- people. This is, this is what I brought up last week. Yeah. I was like, dude, it's like a musician and Jess gets it. If someone's always like has their guitar out, is like, always like talking, it. is always trying to sing. It's like, it bro, sense. we get it. You're a musician. Yeah. It's the same thing to me with the artist thing. It's like, we get it. You paint. You're a piece of fu- Stop. Is that your only like, thing that you can do to get women bit. to sack? He said that's his bit. 
Yeah. yeah. And he's, he's, he's like, this has worked for me it. so many times before. I was before. like, well, shoot, if you, in, if you in my feet like this already, go ahead. Make whatever stupid bit you want. Just I know. M- make sure you get into my, like, the arch of my feet. Like, make sure you get in there. Yes. Yeah. And don't don't hold back. Don't, you know, don't hold back. You know, I know pussy piece footing. of art. Mm-mm. You better paint, <laughs> no. me, paint me like one of your French girls <laughs> with your hands on my feet. Right you better now, act like I'm a lump of men. clay and you better get in there Thank and you. work it. Shape me. Now, I do not hate a foot massage, that's for sure. That is a segue into uh, we need to talk about Carl's motivational speech because this is where I was like, I'm not sure about Justin. Sure. Now, Carl, the motivational speaker, launched into, I don't know, like a uh-huh. 15 minute diatribe was. about how to be a good lover. And then he grabbed her. Uh, cardboard cutout and started just putting the banana just all over. over. No, that was not okay. Also, it, why was there a cardboard cutout of I Katie? Don't know. That feels it was like giving <laughs> me my sixth grade. I you not sixth grade. Yikes! That would have been. Oh no, it's more embarrassing. I was in like the eleventh or twelfth. My cardboard cutout of Justin Bieber. Mm. Yeah, well, I, I was like, I why think- do those still? I would imagine production put that up there so that they could use it as an example during their. At least nobody drew on it. No one drew on it, and but but Carl, and then and then, I'm confused why Carl had a clipboard for every point. It was so many clipboards. A whiteboard. Yeah, a whiteboard. It was just like, can you just do a little quick erase and then just write it? And I didn't really get what was going on. The whiteboard because like we didn't really see it. We we're seeing bits and pieces. I don't remember speech. anything that, as he calls himself, K. Smitty said. <laughs> And I would like for him to never call him. As someone who used to formerly, uh, as a Sagittarius who also used to call themselves shoddy, low, thug, nasty, I would like to say K. Smitty never again. Stop. stop. The motivate. I was. I was motivated to stop. Like I was motivated to. to TV. I was motivated to join the guys. I was like, I'm with Justin. I don't know. Shut up. Okay, so that's where I was like. I feel it, but also Justin straight out the gate with Carl's speech was coming in with the like, like, yeah, no, that's what? True. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I was like, bro, why are you going out of your way like yeah. week two to be clowning on this, like clowning on some dude? That's to me, fair. I was like, okay, like you really got to be a dick to like stand out with you the don't. other guys. Sorry. So it's one of those things where I'm like, yes, relatable, but also like, I don't know. Kind of yeah, mean. It was. It was. He came out hot. It was a little bit of a red flag, I would say. Fair. Yeah. And because he seemed like he like his feet were in the ground, like, shut the fuck up. And I was like, right. Yeah. I was like, um, I mean, yeah, he's kind of annoying, but dang, like, and I, and I was with like Tayshia and Ka- Caitlin and Katie on the side. They were like, well, come on, like, let him do his thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. everybody else got to do their thing. And you know? Trey, Trey was just like, what, did, what was the word that he mispronounced that then everyone was giving him a Suffer shit? Suffocate. Oh, Suffocate. Yeah. And Trey's just like, it's okay. It was suffocate. It's okay. Just, we got <laughs> just, just, just keep moving. Keep going. Right. Yeah. Whereas Justin's like, suffocate? And I'm like, yeah. And it's like, I see what you're, I see, Justin, where you're about to try and, and push yeah. this. Yeah. And yeah. it could get you more screen time but don't do it I it's like if Justin would have made one of the comments of like the 12 that he did yeah I would have been like 
I would have been like, I see you, Justin. Yes. But then it just kept, it was too much. The only one that I was with where like he was like, so that I, I don't know. I think Kay Smitty says something about like um, <laughs> what Katie really wants. And he oh, was yeah. like, well, we know what she doesn't want. Like if he had only said that, that I would have been like, Haha. or even just one of his no's where he's just like, no. And he yeah. said like, oh, she wants like, this or whatever. Like, okay, keep it simple. He could have, he was at a 72. He could have been at like a six. <laughs> yes, exactly. And then it would have made him, it would have been like a charming, funny little moment yeah. for him. Yeah. Uh, now, I will say I heard uh, a quick clip of Heather McDonald, who was the comedian host on it on Nick's podcast. Fighter. And she said that Kay Smitty went for 18 minutes and everybody else did like a one and a half minute. Oh. So they, now that she, I believe she, she said she said it was not. They did not have like one of the production moments where they tried to exaggerate no, the length. You saw those whiteboards. Oh, okay. Eighteen minutes. It yeah. seemed like it was going. I was like, "How long have they been in yeah. here?" That's why I was like, I didn't really pay attention to Justin Heckling because I'm like, "Well, what if it started all of that? What if all of that was in the last like ten minutes?" That's. I think that's an important piece to remember. Like maybe. Justin's heckling started 17 minutes in and he's just like <laughs> and it's all just rapid fire for the last yeah, minute yeah because even Connor like, is like alright like you know Connor was like okay let's or bring like, it home our sweet Courtney with a Q was yeah, like shot clock Courtney. something or whatever I think it was a basketball reference but I was like yeah because it seems I feel like we've been sitting here for, yeah. for a second it's been a long Courtney time Courtney is sweet though I, I like him I like him too. When he's he came, nice when he comes, he came on screen last night. Max was like, "What is that?" And I was like, "You're not about to play Courtney <laughs> with the kid. All right, you gonna stay right back there." He needs an image consultant. He needs he an does. image consultant. Yes, I don't know what product curling product he's using on his hair, but it's the wrong one. And I would love to help you with some black owned brands, like as I am curls co. Like all of these could really hook you up, bro. But whatever you're using, it'll look a little too crunchy, and it don't look like it's right for your texture. <laughs> say Courtney is one of the rare men on this show that I feel like exudes both sweetness and sexiness at the yeah, same time yeah. like normally the There's show quiet fire yeah normally the show you have these characters who are one or the other it's or like either, sexy and safe you're like oh no you're actually not yeah. kind of like a low-key predator no exactly it's like <laughs> I feel safe with you you're also sexy you also came in with that poem that was pretty intense from the top and yet I feel still comfortable yes. with you yes. yes I don't know what it, he's very unspoken energy that like that's mm. interesting. I was like, he's the only one that could pull off the cunnilingus intro joke, yeah. and you could be like, okay, I was like, like it. It worked. I wasn't, uh, you know, I wasn't like, oh Jesus, you know. It was <laughs> yeah. more like a, oh Jesus, okay, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's where we're at. <laughs> With anyone else, it would have just been like, turn the channel off immediately. But I was, in, I was intrigued. It's like the hard, it's like the kombucha girl meme, you know, where it's like. Oh yeah, <laughs> like what? What meme? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, I was like, I don't know if I actually. I do like it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Courtney. <laughs> I do like it. Okay. Um. So we need to talk about Mike. So we need to talk Let's about Mike. Get into okay. I said for the record, night one, I was like, he's got kind eyes. This guy, like, I know what they're trying to do here. Yeah. And and it's not going to be a Luke P situation. This mm -hmm. is a good guy. Like, I just know he's a good guy. And I think not only does he have kind eyes and he seems because I had doubts. I was like, I saw the cross and I was like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Triggered trauma. Yeah. Like, 
Uh, especially as someone who's recently left their church, I was like, oh, his name is Hillsong and it will always be Hillsong. Church, uh, Hillsong is not the church I left, just not saying anything bad about Hillsong. Um, but I was like, I don't know. And then he started talking and I was like, wait, this this might be a real one. Mm-hmm. And he, I feel like he can tell that the producers know how they want to use him. And he's like, I can't, I'm not, I'm not doing that for y'all. Yeah. Like, not, uh, yes, I'm a virgin. Mm-hmm. Yes, I have faith. Yes, but that doesn't, co- like, though it's a focal part of my identity, it's not going to color how I engage with this other mm-hmm. Totally. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I trust you. Totally. I trust you. <sighs> totally. He's someone I'm like, if any of my girlfriends are dating him, I'd be like, Good happy one. for you. Yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely like what you were saying, my, like, I, my past traumatic purity culture experiences uh with him i was having i'll be real i was having those responses where i'm like immediately like full judging like i know there's like you know i was having these responses and i'd also gotten a few messages from people that were like oh he wrote these like he's made these comments about purity culture uh you know, what a piece of shit, da, 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 da. And I never, so maybe I'm missing something, sure. but people said that and I've actually haven't seen them with my own eyes. So maybe they're out there, but I haven't seen them. What are you them. talking about? Something you wrote on the internet? Yeah, it was something like in an article, like he's he said something, but I haven't seen it. So I, I, right. I'm not 100% sure. But I will say from what we saw from last night's episode, I was like, he, there was like, you know, there was certain wording where I'm like, oh, again, my past trauma, I'm like, eh. but when he, the way that he went about it, and especially there was a moment where he was saying where he's like, uh, when he won the award, the intimacy award at the end, and he's like, this goes to show that intimacy comes in a lot of different forms. And it felt pretty open yeah. that it wasn't like, it didn't feel like I was preparing for it to be very much like, this is the right way to do it in the only way. And that was where I was like getting going to get all sorts of defensive. But when he, the way that he worded it, it felt very much like this is what I have chosen to experience in my life. And yeah, it was, it it was really emotional. He said that in the first episode and I believed him. He was like, this is my journey. And like, if Katie, yeah, I know the way, like, I, I can't remember how he worded it, but he was basically like, I know that this is not Katie's journey, but like maybe if we were to decide to enter into a relationship together, like this could be our journey. And the way he worded all of that, just even from night one, I was like, yeah, yeah, this guy is not like he's he said it straight out the gate. This is what I'm doing. This is not what she's doing. And that's cool. Maybe we could be on a similar journey together if like we were to get together. And I loved that. And like and I think that even if he was writing this or that about purity culture, uh, someone who has narrowly survived it. I'm also like, but you can you can decide what's right or wrong for yourself, and that is totally okay. If yeah. for you that like having sex before marriage is not right, you do you, and yeah. I'm fine with that. Yeah. And you can believe that for yourself as long as you're not projecting it onto other people and demanding mm-hmm. that other people live the same way. Like mm-hmm. I'm like, you're good if you if if that's yeah. where you stand. And I didn't get that energy from him at all. And it's something else that I noted was after he um had his performance and then won the award he was very celebrated by the men there were yes. lots of hugs yes. the which, guys were like smiling and clapping they were like you better go off bro. which which yeah. which you know makes you start to think like okay so so far he's had a positive 
impact in the house. Yes, They're yeah. not like, oh, here's an here's a way for us to try to get this guy out. And like, there wasn't any sort of no, negative they were all reaction for him. And yeah. that's what I love because the, there's this whole notion. I recently started wearing my purity ring again as a joke. Um, <laughs> just because, like, first of all, like, I remember when I got my little true love weight yeah. ring, I was like, yes. And then I remember the moment, like, it cracked in half mm. um, while I was talking to this boy. <gasps> Um, that's I'd be terrified oh my gosh I, that's who I ended up later like years later losing my virginity are you to. serious oh yeah stop it once it cracked I was like this is the one oh. um, you're like, oh, I've, you're like I've imprinted I, I was like is this God telling me to do this yes <laughs> yes but it was one of those things where um, when I was younger because of being you know raised in such a devout like Southern Baptist household mm-hmm. Purity culture is an imposition that's put on people. Growing up and getting older, I've realized, like, we have the opportunity to decide or change how we use that, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Um, So, like, I have friends who are still, like... I'm waiting to, till marriage or did wait till marriage. And it's like, go off. That None of them have ever shamed me for not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and I think that is what I find really interesting about Mike is like, he's not imposing his faith. He's mm-hmm. not imposing his virginity. It just so happens that those are two things that exist within him. Yeah. Even mm-hmm. when he was answering the questions, he hit them question marks. I was like, clever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Or when he says something like, you know, I just want Katie to see my heart. I don't, I don't hear that sentence the way I used to hear like, oh, I just want them, like, I want them to know my heart. I don't see, I don't hear it like I heard it when Maddie said it. I don't hear it like I heard it when Sarah Trot said it. Uh I'm just like, (laughs) yeah, wait, yeah, let's let's see your heart. And his heart Mm -hmm. seems to be like, if we happen to align, so be it. I'm thinking about you and your journey just as much as I'm thinking about my own. Mm -hmm. And I'm not trying to impose whatever I've chosen for myself on you. Like, that's not... And I, I think it speaks to the vibe in the room how everyone couldn't help but congratulate him. Yeah, yeah. like the men, and of, of course Katie was crying. I was, cr- I was tearing yeah. up. Oh, was watching like, it, <laughs> I was straight when he. Well, it initially, was, it was a really beautiful. It was a, it tribute. Was nice. And when he started again, like so, he when he started crying because he was nervous. Yeah, I was. I felt so upset. I was, I was like, like protection. <laughs> I'm over here like trying to like. I'm like, do I need to fight a producer? I know, I'm like, Because oh I know you standing God. right behind that camera <laughs> and you asking him all of these questions and, and he knows he doesn't want to answer them, but he is trying to appease you and you guys just don't see it. And I'm also just like, you goddamn producers. Date one, you do this to this man? It's so early. Like, like, you don't even I just didn't think it would be so soon. He's like, I knew they'd try to exploit me, but I, I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready for it to be on the first group like, date. Oh and his eye, like once you saw that his eyes oh. were red I was just like my eyes are about to be red (laughs) oh I'm like oh and then and then when he took her and he like took her and had her sit on the bed and he started to read the letter my body immediately was like oh no I feel like this isn't gonna go well and I was very nervous like what the letter was gonna potentially say yeah And it was beautiful. I'm telling you, for the record, great. I've been Team Mike since night one. I, I know she was. Full she was. Confidence in Love him, that man. man. Y'all so. can keep like keep him, keep him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I just think he'll make someone so happy someday. He will. His wife, like he's just gonna, you know, he's gonna be a good husband, a good dad. Even when he came in, you know, after like at the nighttime portion of the day, or when he said he was like, I want her to hear this from me, like, mm-hmm. or at the nighttime portion of the day, he was like, Look, I'm, I feel sorry for whoever right? I do get married. That's cute. The energy is there. It's pent. 
fucked up. And I was like, this is Yes. I like you. You can joke so about it. That's yes. a real that's a real fucking conversation. That's not somebody who's going like, Yes, I am strong and I continue yeah. to be strong. It's like, oh no, this is ooh, this it's is like girl temptation uh, is there. Yeah. And I'll be thinking about it. I do. I, I was thinking about it when I met you when I got out the car, night one. Like I'm thinking about it right I now. I loved it. I loved it. I I I I am so and I'm now what I'm very nervous about is because this has been painted yeah. so beautifully because he's handled the situation so well. Full credit to him. Uh, I'm nervous about what production is going to try to continue to do to exploit this poor man. I think he took the power from them. I really do. I think yeah. the way he handled but this whole situation. Don't you remember the clip? Don't you remember the clip for like last week? If the the long preview for the season, he's like crying and he he says something about like sex and he's like, I didn't want to do this. Da da da. And it and it was. Oh, I thought that was jarring. from this week. Well, I, so that's the oh, thing. Was is, it? I think it, I think was it might a, have been. I think it might have been him crying later in the season. But I do think that quote was from this episode. I think so too. Oh, like okay. I think okay. it would be so early. That, late, that long preview. Now I'm just like, was this long preview mostly this episode, the second <laughs> okay. episode? Because <laughs> yeah. I, so I feel like now I really have no idea what's about to happen. This okay. season. I hadn't thought about that. That makes me feel better because I was feeling very nervous yeah. for Sweet Mike. I was like, oh my god, what are they going to I do? Just, I, I want, actually, I want him to have a great character arc. Yeah, I think he's actually going to go home like top. Like I think he's going to make like top eight or something. I could see that and I think he's going to go home. Yeah, I was I, like, I don't think, I don't think get he'll get serious. to fantasy suites or anything. I would love him too just because I just I like Mike yeah I he's do too. like in my personal top like I'm like I want to be your homie man yeah like, I'll go to your church let me see what let me see what your pastor's talking about bro mm-hmm. um but I don't yeah I don't think he's going to last that long or so either I'm curious if later on in the season just because of the conversations Katie started having about like what family life could potentially look for her look like for her um, if there's going to be a divide where they realize they just don't align, you yeah. know, if he gets sent home on, on like something like a one-on-one where it's like, yeah, I don't know if I want kids mm-hmm. as soon as I get married or, you know, I don't know if I want the traditional family structured life. And if that's something he really wants, yeah, they might just not li- like align I like that. I also think they yeah. might not have chemistry. True. Like I'd, uh, beyond the virginity thing, I th- think they might just be like, yeah, we're like, just more of a friend vibe. Yeah, yeah he might go home fair. in a couple. Yeah, weeks. but like when you were one, saying, I think that's a good call. Yeah, I think he'll go home yeah. On I could see when it. you were saying too about the whole the family. He did. I remember in the letter he did say like, "What kind of mother would you be?" And you know, Katie's still like she said, she's on the fence. She doesn't know if she if that's part of her path or no, if that's what she wants. So that you know, I feel like yeah, in a one on one conversation, it might like be real, and her be, might be honest and be like, I don't know if I want yeah. a family. Did she say so. that night one? I don't remember when that yeah, was. Yeah, she said okay. it night one to Michael actually, because Michael was oh. like, "Do you think you want to have kids one day?" Because he has his son. Oh, okay, and yeah. she was just like, honestly, like She's I'm like, not sure. You. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> she was, and what I thought was cool about what, and we talked about this in our first recap was. <laughs> essentially she was like hey you know it could be that somebody has a bunch of nieces and nephews and those are my kids I was mm-hmm. like yeah I could see the anti-vibes like right there yeah, totally. um, sure. or she was like or maybe I want to you know be with someone that already has a kid mm-hmm. and and I just end up you know in the step the step role and that sounds cool to me too or maybe I end up with someone that doesn't want kids at all and that's also cool I was like uh oh uh-oh, the demographic. I don't know if y'all trying to change our audience, uh, ABC, but uh, 
the Midwest is, is probably burning. Yeah. <laughs> like what it, it was so it was so cool to have I think maybe the first bachelor I've ever seen vocally say I don't know if I want to have children. I like that. It was just And then like, she colored finally. different scenarios. Yeah. Where like she was like it could be there it could not and it's like ooh we're shaking. Yeah. <laughs> Katie's shaking it up. All right. I don't know if y'all meant to have her shake the table but she's doing it. So that was that was an incredible moment. Um before we get into the next portion of yes. the yes. let's quick, take uh, let's take one quick more word from our sponsors. Let's take one more quick pause. Uh, I'll be honest, broads. It doesn't take much for me to have a great day. A great day to me is really just a day that I can live life without feeling the effects of my anxiety or sleeplessness, which seems like it shouldn't be that difficult, right? I'm not asking the world here, but if you struggle with sleeplessness, anxiety, chronic pain, stress, then you know how debilitating it can be. Um, I was on the hunt for a natural way to deal and then I found Feels. Feels Premium CBD is the natural way to feel your best every day. Okay, and I get a lot of DMs from people who think that trying CBD is intimidating, and I get it, and Feels gets it too. With CBD, the key is to finding the right dose that works for you, finding a routine that works for you. And so that's why Feels actually has an entire free CBD hotline. So they're going to help you determine what's going to work for you, and they're going to guide your personal experience and your dosage. It makes all the difference. Mm-hmm. Then, once you figure it out what's going to work for you, you just place a few drops of feels under your tongue just when you need it. And within minutes, you're going to start to feel the difference. Mm-hmm. Feels has made such a difference in my life, both with my anxiety, with my sleeplessness. And then I decided to join the Feels monthly membership. So I always have some on hand when I need it. Feels is delivered hassle-free directly to your door. It's always just in time when I've run out. Um, and with the membership, you're going to save money on each order too. Start feeling better with Feels. Become a member today. Go to feels.com slash chatty. That's Feels with an A. So it's spelled F-E-A-L-S s.com.com slash chatty you're going to get 50 percent off your first order with free shipping become a member and you're going to automatically get 50 percent taken off your first order free shipping feels.com slash chatty f-e-a-l-s oh brats i am so excited to talk about this next brand because i just got my box from them in the mail yesterday and i swear i was like a child in a candy store of course i am talking about Fab Fit Fun. Ah, feels so good to sing it again. The best subscription box on the market, hands down, no questions asked. There's a good chance you've heard us talk about Fab Fit Fun before because they've been supporters of the show for honestly almost since the very beginning. I think like since they were. I think like the maybe they were the first sponsor ever. Legit. Uh Thank you, FabFitFun. But this season is different and it's better actually because FabFitFun is now. 100% customizable. This is legit so exciting. Mm-hmm. Okay, wait, back it up. If you don't know about FabFitFun, here's the deal. Like just said, they are the best now 100% customizable subscription box out there. They deliver full-sized, specially curated, seasonal beauty, wellness, and fashion products right to your door. And not just any products either. Some of the stuff is very coveted that you can't even find it in the stores and plus you're going to be saving up to 70% off some of the items with early access to limited add-ons and uh, sales if you're a member. This, se- uh, this season's box is all about fun in the sun and it does not disappoint. I swear every single box I get I end up finding a new thing that I absolutely cannot live without in this box no different. Uh, one of my favorite finds was the Summer Fridays CC Me Serum which I've been a huge brand, a fan of this brand for forever, and I've never used that product, and I am now trying it, and it is so good. I'm wearing it right now. 
going. I am now a forever fan. Thank you. Fat Fit Fun. Order your summer box today. Uh, sign up now and you can snag amazing products like the Summer Fridays CC Me Serum or the L-Space Tie-Dye Beach Towel when you customize your box. And don't forget to use coupon code CHATTY. You're going to get $10 off your first box at www.fabfitfun.com. Plus, for a limited time only, annual members will receive an extra gift valued at $125. What? Mm. With purchase while supplies last. That's coupon code CHATTY. $10 off your first box at www.fabfitfun.com. Okay, before we dive into the Greg date, I do want to make one quick note. In the evening portion of the date, we see Carl and Katie interacting. And this was the first time that I wrote down, Carl asks Katie um, how long it's been since her last serious relationship. Katie says it's been two years. And Carl immediately goes, oh my God, same. And then Katie right away then says, Why did how end? did it end? And he avoids the question oh, yeah. by saying, uh, I'm now concerned about this relationship. I'm like, red flag. Yeah, I right away wrote down, wrote down red flag. Yeah, I wrote deflection. down. I wrote down. His last relationship wasn't two years ago. He's trying to use this. This is one of his oh, motivational. That's what you think? Yes, I believe oh. one of his motivational tips is like you kind of like repeat. You mirror people back. Meisner, like William Esper Studio. Exactly, <laughs> and like. I felt I feel like, like we're he was be on the same page. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like he was having a moment where he legit. I mean, maybe his got last relationship was a year ago or five years ago, but he got caught in a lie mm. because he had one of those moments where he's like, oh, my God, crazy. Same here to have a moment of connection with her. And then she goes, why did it end? And he was like, uh, doesn't matter. Oh, yeah. I thought he just didn't want to. I thought he had one two I years ago. I thought there was some hot tea in there. I was getting he wasn't yeah. trying to pour out. See, I was getting more of the of the him getting caught in a lie energy, which I continued to feel then later in the episode That's when she fair. goes, so who are the guys? And he gets caught in a lie because he really like, doesn't know again. And he goes, uh, we don't, don't need to talk, talk about, about that. It. Don't yeah. want to put that so on maybe you. Maybe he's a pathological liar. There's something there. And <sighs> when I say there's something there, I'm like, do I see my younger self in Carl now? <laughs> <laughs> Which is terrifying. <laughs> Shout out, growth. Um, but I was just like, you don't have to try so hard to connect mm. to someone, right? Mm -hmm. Or him like coming in like I'm calling the shots, like you know I'm I'm I've got this in the bag. Like this is this is me, you know. And then coming in like, so how are you feeling? Like how was your day, nigga? You were with me the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> it's like essentially what Katie says. Yeah. <laughs> Minus the N word. <laughs> she, but she was like, was like, we were together all day. Like she's I, like, you tell me, you did the 18 minute speech. <laughs> you let me know about your day. I had to listen to you for a long like, we've time. Been, we've been together all day <laughs> i hope the day was good for you because you got a lot of time on stage okay just like that false confidence like fake it till you make it kind of yes. thing like how I to win friends and influence people like, i don't like it i no. feel like he's gonna write a book and it's going to be terrifying because a lot of people are going to buy it <laughs> a lot of people so? are going to read it he's gonna have a podcast all of a sudden he's gonna be like this is this is how you get the girl or i don't know i, don't know. I feel like he wants to be that guy and he never will be I, he gives me hotep totally energy for him. yeah like, i just i feel like after this episode mean? hotep no. uh that is um dang i shouldn't have said that because that's a lot <laughs> a hotep <laughs> we can we can a hotep we can back it up is um just imagine you know those folks okay kings and queens that's a thing that's super popular right now colloquially oh right? sure right. sure sure the roots of it 
are um, in hotep culture, right? Where it's like, my woman is my queen uh-huh. and she needs to, you know, she stays at home and she takes care of business at the house while uh-huh. I produce, you know, and uh-huh. I'm her king. Uh-huh. And, you know, I ask the questions. I make the decisions. I got this. I call the shots. That kind of energy. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's from an Afrocentric point of view. Uh-huh. Hotep scare me. They what does that word itch. come from? Girl, I don't even know. It's something. Where did, when did we start saying that? It's like a very... Is that like a name or initial... Like, is that is that originally it, a name? I wonder if it stands for something. And now I'm once again about to sacrifice my god on black card. Because <laughs> I'm like, oh, what does Hotep mean? It's like, no, I just know one when I see one and I run. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a... G- okay. Can, okay, I knew this sound, word sound familiar, but it's something completely different when you look it up. It's an Egyptian word that trans translates to to be satisfied or at peace. So it actually refers to an offering presented to a dead person. Like in Egyptian culture. Hotubs don't be satisfied no, or at peace. <laughs> You're like, that is not what I was referring to. But that, that, it definitely is rooted in Egyptian culture. Yeah, okay. Um, and so many people often forget that Egypt, uh, Egypt is in Africa, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And so like folks will, at some point in time when like, Black pride and black nationalism became like a huge proponent of liberation politic. Um, Hoteps kind of just took it a little too far, like just jumped off a cliff and they was like, y'all better come on with us or y'all not black. That's (laughs) I think this is how it originated, originated. So Hotep is like, means like peace or I come in peace as a common greeting so like the example in urban dictionary urban dictionary was like hotep brothers and sisters like mm-hmm. welcome to today so i think it comes Grand from that term rising my of the, kings of the and initial queens. greeting so yes. someone who would say like hotep yeah, my yeah, yeah. kings and That's queens it. and it's like then wow. you are a hotep got it who would have thought becca martinez was yeah. gonna educate me on the roots of hotep thank you dictionary. so much <laughs> i'm really grateful all I know is that's the energy that Carl gets. And that's yeah. why I'm like, he calls himself case. I'm just like, oh, he got I got it. We got, yeah. have to be in a different room. He's the yeah. kind of guy, if he's a dad, too, if he's going to be like, I do not change the diapers. Yeah. Like, that is disgusting. Oh, why yeah. would I do why that? Why would I do that? The woman's supposed to do that is the vibe that he gives me. Yeah. And then well, also, what was his plan with the handcuffs? I forgot about those. He had sure don't know. <laughs> he was on. And our boy Thomas came in and was like, it's my time now. And he was like, and they were stuck. <laughs> All right. I'm going to I'm a, I'm a go ahead and head He was out. just like, does production of the keys to these or... Uh, Carl literally didn't even try to stop Thomas. No. He was just like, well, time to see myself out with the little furry like, handcuffs still tucked to like, Did you take those from the group day? Like, did Heather <laughs> McDonald not stop you and be like, hey, you can't take props from the set or what? Like... <laughs> Feel what I may about Heather McDonald, but she won't. She won't holding it down over the on the fort. Like, how do you get those? I was. Oh it almost. God. It gave me the blindfold energy. Oh, um, from what was that? Tasha season. Oh Every my season God. ever. Just blindfold, blindfold, oh, blindfold. Yeah, Tasha's was Matt's literally too. Matt's too. Matt's I was, did it. But oh my God, I Claire, Claire, Claire didn't know. Claire, Claire and Tasha got blindfolded. Like, were every. you gonna handcuff yourselves together and then have to go back out where she gives out the group rows? Yeah. Handcuff <laughs> Like, what was the plan? The plan was to lose the key. You know, <laughs> also, was on. that a part of the 18-minute motivational speech? And if so, where's the tapes? Yeah. He's probably like, trust. This is about trust. Like, Rebuke. Oh, yeah. Rebuke. Definitely a trust I feel exercise. Like a, a little bit of just like, I feel like pity. I was going to say compassion, but it's more like pity. Yeah. I feel like a pity for Carl. Like, I feel like he wants to be 
he wants to be good. He wants to be motivational. To. He wants yeah. to improve people's lives. And he just needs he just needs a little bit of therapy and a mentor to come in and say, hey, you don't have to do so much. I, you know? I, yeah. That's very generous of you. But I, I'm I'm gonna, over here just trying to like snatch back my empathy and be like, I have none to offer you. I just no, feel like Carl, I, Carl probably fair. got like kind of low-key bullied by guys like Justin like all through school. And Carl just wanted to be like the... Carl wanted to be the one that everyone liked, and he'll, he's never been the one that everyone's liked. Dang it. Why are you humanizing the, your Your empathy is lovely, <laughs> but I'm telling you, I and I would have been on board, and I still, of course, I feel a little bit, you know, it's reality TV, but when he put Katie in that position and he made her, basically her day was already a mess because of feeling like men weren't there for the oh, right yeah, reasons. The end, the and end, then yeah. this man comes around and like basically just like hammers at home and oh, ruins yeah. her day and sends her into spiraling anxiety yeah. and, and happily walked away and goes, I don't want to ruin the rest of your day. That's when all my empathy, I was like, no. That's like, fair. That was then where I was like, uh, uh, this is a no. This is a hard pass for because me. Because I do remember writing down at some point, I was like, is this just a violent ass edit? Like, are they just really yeah. like, not making this guy look good? And then he just watching that man lie to Katie's face mm-hmm. after having Splitting. a conversation with the, the guys. And I'm like, did a producer go over there and say, go start some shit with Kate? Like, what? made you want to go lie and then lie on Katie to the dudes when he came back. I was yep. like, I wanted to feel bad for you. Yeah. But you done fumbled the bag. Yeah. And then, yeah, exactly. When he went back to the guys and was like, Katie asked me, it's like, no, you offered that you information. Offered that information. He's, definitely a pa- he's definitely a pathological liar. I was so confused. I was just like, or a compulsive liar, not pathological, compulsive liar is what I've been trying to say. I was so, yeah. And it, he and it just, lies. he did he can't it compulsively help yeah. the entire time yeah. on this faint, like this feigned confidence mm-hmm. yeah. where he was like, you know, I'm that dude. Like, yeah. I'm the, I'm the one. This is the, he came in high at the top of the episode saying this is a game it's a competition and I'm about to knock them all out the way whoa like <laughs> let's reel it in yeah uh, relax it's okay um but yeah Carl Carl with a K K Smitty baby mm-hmm. um find you a good therapist uh yeah I'm like he needs a good therapist yeah just a real good one I, I think it's what is it Therapy for black girls. I'm sure they like they have a whole directory and it's just it's not just for black women, okay? You is it on Instagram there. or the website? It's on Instagram and there's a website. Like they got a whole thing. Go ahead, go to the directory, see who takes your insurance. <laughs> Find out who takes it. And honestly, Carl, like yeah, did you get the therapy? Maybe take a, a hot moment, pause in your motivational speaking. Yeah, a little sab- sabbatical. Just, just a little sabbatical, just a minute <laughs> to like take care of you and then and then you can give your knowledge from your therapy yeah. to the rest then of us. Then you can start your podcast. Then yeah. you can write your yeah. book. Yeah, because right now it's it's going to be a no. Uh, all right. Do, do you want to talk about your favorite person, Becca? Real quick, actually, before Greg. Um, just got to say real quick, quick note on Thomas. Oh, uh, okay. Mm-hmm. I'm confused about my feelings for Thomas. I hate him. I like him. And I don't trust him. And I trust him all at the same time. And I don't know how to feel. I forgot but, about him until they had that moment on the group date. And they had night. a moment. Like a moment moment. And that's why I'm like, I don't wait even a second. remember meeting you night one. Yeah. And then even at the end of the episode, <laughs> yeah. she pulled him aside and had like He a, was killing it. Killing it. Yeah. You guys, when they were making out, he was getting major thigh action. And she, she, she got, she got, 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 got I was like, 
like y'all know that that theater song and then you row 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 way up the river then you row oh how y'all know that song okay it's like vaudeville very old beyond golden age like older than making a lot of references Michaela and I am trying to keep up so like the 1920s um but it's this song essentially where it's about like a boy and a girl getting in a boat and they're rowing up the river and things get a little frisky oh shit and it's like all of a sudden he's not rowing the boat anymore that's how I felt about that moment with Katie. I was like, "You are showboating your body into him." Like, what's oh going yeah. On? I was like, "This is this is I'm hot, but also who is this man?" Exactly how Where I feel. Where did he come from? Y'all had a conversation. Did they not air it? I don't remember meeting the man. I remember him. I remember him. night one Fair. and thinking he has very intense eye contact with her <laughs> and thinking that like she seemed like I wrote down I remember in night one notes I'm like she seems giddy around him mm-hmm. immediately so they must they have that kind of that chemistry that's just you know I remember him because he br- makes me feel like he's like the brother-in-law in like everybody loves Raymond oh, is what his face looks yeah, like to me. Sure. Yeah. It's his slicked hair. It's his facial structure. He's a little older. I'm like, yeah, you're like the brother. In, but he kind of looks to me like he's supposed to be like Ray Romano's cousin in some sort yes. of show or something. Some and that's way, why I remember him. Yeah, no, sure, sure. He's a, he's a very handsome man. And I feel the same exact way as you do, Becca. I don't quite know how I feel. I like him. I don't like him. I trust him. I don't trust but him. But apparently in the preview, everyone's confronting him. Was yeah, that an edit? About, Were they actually confronting him? That's what I'm wondering, because it looks like they're confronting him about like, have you ever thought about being the bachelor? And then they cut to him saying, you know what? That is a thought that crossed my mind. But I'm like, OK, this is uh, Frank. Are we Frank and splitting? Is there context yeah. or is this the conversation we're really about to have? Or like, it could be a moment where Thomas is standing up over everyone and they're accusing another guy and he's saying to him, yeah, Sure, I've had that thought, but I'm here for Katie. And then it's like some other guy that they're like coming after. Maybe Carl they're coming after. That's I don't think Carl's going to (laughs) survive next week. If Carl survives next week. What if it's Greg that they're confronting? Oh, uh, my gosh. I hope so. Well, you know, it it probably I mean, he's going to get confronted at some point because he is so clearly the front runner Mm -hmm. that it's like he's going to end up. Let's get into it. Let's talk about Greg. Gregory Evan Hansen. Mm-hmm. I don't trust you. I give credit to uh, Brett S. I never know how to pronounce his last name. Vergara? Oh, I think so. I think so. Because he said he reminded Brett him Vergara. of Evan Hansen. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I will call him Gregory Evan Hansen <laughs> until the end of time. Like that. That is your name. It seems to line up with what your storyline is. Yes. Yes. Gregory I Evan Hansen. don't trust you and I never will. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <sighs> Thank you. Thank you. So. I posted last night and I was like, when he brought it, when they brought out that tent, Gray and I were like, here's the moment of fucking truth, bitch. Let's see him set up this tent. And I knew it. I knew it. And immediately it's all flying there. From wherever you are in New Jersey, like, and this is my thing. A tent, like, I'm a kid that didn't spend a ton of time outdoors, right? I grew up in the South, though. So, like... There was a point in time in my life we liked to camp in the backyard. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right? Like, the best present I ever got as a child was my first tent. Yeah. Right? You have your friends sleep over. You stay up late. You got flashlights. You got flashlights and stuff. And I remember, like, tent culture was so big in my family (laughs) that my mom bought one of them three-bedroom, 20-person tents with the zip rooms. Those are incredible. And they got lights built into them. We would bring it to the beach, like... 
I'm sorry. You should be able to figure out how to like lay the thing out. Like it's just, I was very upset because I was like, you can no, do it. He did everyone, not know his way around the tent. Everyone at all. and anyone who listens unfamiliar. to this podcast knows that I am the most non-outdoorsy human being in existence. I have set up a tent numerous I know you times. Can too. I can set up a tent and in, in less than a few minutes. Yeah, I was I was bewildered. I was befuddled. Put the poles into like, you and you see pop the it little, up. You see the little hook, like the little fabric hooks on the <laughs> thing, and it's like clearly something yeah, goes in I'm there like, to hold it down. Greg, yeah, the man had no idea what he was doing. Greg, you're an actor. You've seen movies. People set up tents. You watch people set up tents all the time. Come in on now, <laughs> is he so used to improving an invisible tent that he couldn't figure now. it out? He's just always improving setting up. This makes me ask. Okay. How wealthy is his family? Because mm. is remember. this what, the what type of, of New family? Jersey? I don't know. But is this the type of family where they were too good to buy their kids tents? Ooh. Or, or, forgive me, maybe he grew up in an apartment, didn't have a backyard, sure. never had access to outdoors. It's going one way or the other. <laughs> I don't know which one. Yeah. But I want to believe that his family is extremely wealthy and that they think they're too good for tents. Maybe. I mean, Esper, the Esper Studio is not a cheap school. There's a reason I haven't, like, done additional study, you know? Like, mm -hmm. I deferred my MFA and totally could have done a two-year program. Didn't do it because I was broke, because I was poor, mm -hmm. right? And he's out here talking about, I'm a marketing sales rep uh, that just so happened to have, he, he, I mean, he obviously has not said that, which is why I don't trust him, because I don't like, like, there's a, there's... There's a not lie lie there. Yeah. The, yeah. That's the nerve wracking part about it. That's the thing. People were like, why? Because when we talked about that, we knew that, you know, he was an actor or that he went to acting school. And they're like, so I'm like, I have no problem with someone who's on the show who went to acting school. What's strange to me is that that's not something that you're talking about. It's not in your bio at all. Right. It's even in the really lengthy bio. No. No. Shit. So I'm kind of going... And it's a really well-known school. Like, that's why I'm... Like, well-known school. Very expensive. Training is noted in New mm -hmm. York City. Like, I can think of a couple actors off the top of my head that studied at... That's like a big deal. Studio. Yeah. It's, it's good to have on your resume. It's not like, you know... Wow, you went to Yale. But yeah. it's like... It's a, it's a legitimate training school that people go to. And I'm like... This is... You graduated in 2019, bro. Like, that's not... You did? From that school, from that two-year training program? Yeah. I was like, bro, I have friends oh, who were shit. in your class. Yeah. So... It's fresh. Oh, that is recent. I also... Maybe I'm, maybe I'm completely making this up, so please forgive me. It might have been a dream, and that's how embarrassing my dreams are these days. But I feel like I saw something about how he had had, like, the studio tagged... Or geo geotagged, and then he like went and untagged everything. I there was, was something surprised. like that where it was a little bit like I was seeing someone post about like why would he like go out of his way to like take down this photo or like untag this that involved the acting portion of everything. And this is my like, my other thing because obviously I too am an actor. Um, but if I was going on a show like this mm -hmm. with a well known cast member who like is known for like wanting transparency wanting people to be upfront, being straightforward themselves or at least presenting themselves as such like if that is the brand then i'm coming in with authentic trans like transparency of course i'm about to give you the tea like yeah i'm a marketing sales rep but also i'm an actor 
You know? Yeah, if you... This isn't like a hobby he had back in 2008 no. where he... Gra- you know, and then he's moved on. But You're I'm, saying he finished in 2019? 2019. I'm pr- yeah, I'm pretty... Because it's like... That's stuff that's listed on the website. Yeah. And so it's like... Uh, like, are you just... You went to the Esper studio for a little bit and... Just for You've funds? done a couple auditions every now and then. That's not a school that... Like, it's not UCB. You don't just go take right. a couple classes for fun. No. Yeah. That's like going back to school school. You're in class from like 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. You Mm got to take off of work. You got to have rehearsal scene study, like all of that kind of stuff. And for that to not even come up in conversation, I was like, there's a choice here, especially knowing that he could like he was potentially like a part of Claire season initially and then got knocked down. So this is an interesting this is an interesting point. He was on Claire's initial cast list. So and this man signed up for The Bachelor to be on it, a, a Bachelorette, a long time a ago. A long time ago. Yeah, and he was on the cast list and then he got cut. Um, like it's not like he's coming for Katie. He's coming to be on The Bachelorette. They sure. Ca- yeah, he's. Uh, that's why I keep saying the B-team's B-team. Yeah. <laughs> because we've had, what, three seasons? <laughs> this is our third season of The Bachelorette since he was originally cast. Yeah. And so that, like... I don't know. I don't think there's anything wrong with coming on to The Bachelor as an actor. There's no, nothing wrong of with course not. Girl, if anything, I don't know what this is going to do for your resume. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, that's, not, that's actually probably not I don't good. know if it, it's definitely not about to get you an audition for Dear Evan Hansen. Yeah, like, no, you know, seriously. Maybe no, you'll get an agent for hosting. I'm not sure. Right, because the then after The Bachelor, they're like, but, but bro, we're gonna if we're going to cast you, this is what people are telling me. They're like, if we're going to cast you, then you're going to be recognizable from The Bachelor. Like, people aren't necessarily going to want to cast you. Yeah, it's like... like what's You're a reality TV figure now, so exactly. Do you want to go into hosting? Addison do you want to do more Ray. reality TV? Yeah, I'm thinking of the girl Addison Ray from TikTok. Yeah. She's doing the reboot of He's All That. And it's like, no one's going to watch that reboot thinking of, like, Freddie Prince Jr.'s He's All That. No. Like, it's like, no, it's the TikTok version of yes. He's right. All That. It's and it's TikTok called She's Addison, Addison Ray. And like, that's what happens with a lot of, you know, and nothing not, wrong with it. I was about to say, no. not knocking it as a path at all, but it's very specific. Yes. It's super niche and there's a market for it. So, like, if this is how he wants to go in, it's just now that I have that information, I feel like I can see it. And also, here's my thing. If you're self-conscious about it enough to deliberately hide it, yeah. then that makes me feel like you have ulterior motives for going on the show that you don't want people to find out about. Absolutely. And especially, I don't know, the style of acting that is focused on at the Esper studio is about learning a lot about human behavior and how to <laughs> how to interact with it. How to, like Meisner, for example, an exercise would be if I was to say... Um, I have a black cat. You would have to say, I have a black cat back. Now, as we continue to repeat Stop, I'm it. I'm scared. <laughs> as we continue to repeat it, we shift our inflections. We shift our meaning. We shift our weight on particular words. And you get different emotions out of it. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Right? Stop. And I remember, like it, like, it can get really testy if it's not being done properly or appropriately by acting. Like, I was traumatized by Meisner in school because they'd have us doing it my sophomore year. Um, and it would be like, I don't know, you know, your mother is dead. Yeah. You know, something ridiculous. Yeah. And the teacher's trying to get you to get an emotion yeah. out. Yeah. 
and oh eventually the emotion you say it 72 times back and forth and someone's screaming you know your mother is dead I'm gonna cry right. and then eventually it gets easier to access and you can start working with how to empathize, how to observe, how to work with the human emotion. And st- I love Meisner. Very cool technique. Very cool technique that I feel like I watched all episode yet, yet like last night. It's very interesting. Here's it's, the thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's interesting when you're talking about this technique, though, because that was the ep- the night one episode with him, which, by the way, it just no shade to him. It just blows my mind how quickly people oh, become obsessed with I was anybody. So close. Oh, I was real close. I, that just always is so shocking to me. Like you see five minutes of someone on screen and people are like willing to battle in the comments from that person. It's like, you don't know this person at all. Like, why are you so <laughs> adamant that, that, you know, whatever. Uh, but in that first episode, the way he would like use in, inflections and like, and this kind of like awk, like trying to kind of play an awkward. It was just it felt like that to us, which is I think why we lock like locked in on that feeling right away. So then when I heard that he was in acting, I was like, okay, that makes sense to me because it felt very like rom com energy, mm-hmm. you know. Like of course you're gonna fall in love with this guy, and even watching his eyes, like bro's eyes are not emoting. They're not. Mm. You, and you can see that on camera because the camera is right there and mm-hmm. the camera does not lie. And that is like Meisner is a very specific theater skill that obviously can be used in film and television, but it doesn't read the same. And so I was, I was listening to him, listening to him. I was watching him listen to Katie talk about her father mm-hmm. and his death. And I was like, I feel like you're not actually receiving this information. You're trying to figure out what to do with it but you're trying to look like you're listening just enough. He's go and it and it very well could have been cuz by the end I was like, "Oh man, like this is really sad and stuff," but I saw him working for it. Mm. And so there was this both end of like distrusting him and then trying to figure out like, "Are you using like this as a means to connect and relate with this person?" Mm. And yes, and that's natural, right? Yeah, it's like that's and, what and, human beings and do. And yes, cuz like if someone's talking about their loss and I'm like, you know, it's it's natural to be it like, is. and this is oh my god, I've experienced the same thing, and like, let's connect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, obviously we do that all the time. Yeah, but like, when I post, I posted last night about like him with the tent thing, and people were just like, just wait, you're gonna take this back in ten minutes, and I'm like, okay, but no, because like, yeah, I'm really sad that like I'm that he had to experience. Um, I'm really sad that he had to experience this loss. Yeah. I'm really, it's great that they can connect. But I am so over the Bachelor narrative of like, I am supposed to give someone more props as a human or like with their character or whatever. Because, no, and that's I, not to invalidate his experience because I've never yeah. lost a parent. A parent, mm-hmm. yeah. I haven't lost a parent. And I think that that's great that he can have the vulnerability to talk about it and cry about it and connect about it. But I'm still like, yeah, I, I don't trust you. And it, yeah, and it's just because your, your father has passed and you guys have connected in this way. And it's specifically, it's not because I feel like he was using his dad 
dad's death is like a tool to like relate. Yeah. No, it was because I feel like I'm watching you pretend to play awkward. <laughs> That's kind of where I was fell when I was watching this episode. Now, obviously listening to you talk about like these different acting techniques, it's having me like I'm thinking now about like different perspectives. This could very well be a conspiracy theory. Like, right. I'm yeah. so um, sorry, y'all. No, no, but I'm saying now it's like I'm processing that. In the moment when I was watching it, what I was feeling was um, like when then Katie shared about her dad, which by the way was like really, it was really intense. Yeah. And that was like, it was so nice to like see a, a different, like per- new part of Katie. Mm-hmm. Um, and I loved how she didn't try to like, like cover it up and was just like talking through it and kind of working through it. You can tell again that this this woman has gone through lots of therapy yeah. and we love to see it. Yes. <laughs> She's really knows how to like move forward with her like different feelings and emotions and all that. But um with Greg at first when she shared the way he was reacting, I remember having heard somewhere that he had also lost his father. So I knew when I was watching it mm. that like he wasn't just kind of like shutting down because some people were like, why is he acting like he's like kind of shutting down when she's sharing yeah, you and this. I both knew that his father. Had passed. Yeah. So I knew that his father had passed away. So I was like, I in the moment I was ex- I was actually like I felt impressed that I was like, okay, I feel like he's giving her space mm. to share her experience and her trauma and not being like, me too. Like yeah. having, letting her have this moment because it was like my father and I used to do this together and like, and then waiting until the evening to share. I think producers told him to do that. You think so? Like, just Yeah, dude, wait. producers tell you to do that. Producers are like, wait, wait, let's have the big conversation at dinner. Let's wait until, oh, okay. let's wait until okay. the evening. Let's wait, okay. let's just, just. Because when, just I, when I was watching it, I was, I was thinking, I'm like, I feel like I liked that because I was thinking if I was in Katie's shoes to be able to like have a space where like I shared what my story and then if then someone would tell me what happened to them and they had experienced a, a same, tra- a similar tragedy even in more recent years that I would feel very like, oh, and you gave me space to just like be me and just share my experience, even though you recently had this. Like, that's how I was then thinking. But yeah, no, you're right with the producer part. But maybe he did wait. I mean, I don't know. He's he's one of those guys that's like, I'm I'm, I stick. I stand firm saying that I have major suspicions and I can't shake a feeling that I have. I feel for him so deeply the fact that it was so recent with his dad. Yeah. And I totally get why Katie is falling hard and fast for him. It's like they have this say, this this shared connection. He seems very easy to talk to. It feels like the guy that she's Im- oops, cut out for a second. Immediately comfortable with. I totally get it and I I really hope that my suspicions and like weird gut feeling about him that I feel are wrong and they very well could be. I don't know this man, but I, 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 yeah, I can't, I can't shake. I can't shake my feeling. I, I don't know. Right. And I can't quite put a finger on it. It's just kind of this natural well, and response. Ari, who was on our podcast a few weeks ago talking about um, alcoholism and sobriety and all that kind of thing. 
Ari talked about on her story last night. She was her dad had passed away and she was like, I've been with guys who used that that exact loss as a way or like we connected over that. I should say like we sort of trauma bonded over that shared experience. And those men used like one of my worst relationships or some I'm paraphrasing was someone who like we bonded over that, but this person manipulated me and then also used that as an excuse to not commit to me and like really, really hurt me. And she was like, so as someone who's lost my dad, I can say that people fucking use that to manipulate people. And she was like, I get that vibe from Greg. Dang. Yeah. Dang, that's high. Yeah. I don't know. So it's, yeah, it's one of those things where it's like, like you said, it's like you have, you have the moment where you're like him being willing to share that Katie being willing to share it. And I'm sure last night was a really impactful moment for a lot of people who have lost like loved ones and especially parents to be able to like see them talk about that on TV and even have that moment where she, you know, is used to doing these like outdoor experiences with her dad and like kind of like pushing through and like having this moment where she didn't break down for the first time. And like that for her was really power. Like that was a powerful moment, but Again, I like, again, like Katie. Said, I really liked the. Yeah. I, I like the portion with Katie a lot, especially yeah. because I what I really loved was you know, and something that I've been working on in therapy um, is understanding that like grief and trauma and loss specifically, um, it, it's not something that you ha- you get over, no. right? No, yeah, it's a constant mo- mo- like motion of processing, mm-hmm. and you start moving through it. And she said that on air last yeah, night and I, I was really like that. I was like thank you for saying that because I've been really struggling to explain to my friends you know why I have not got gotten over the loss of my first child mm-hmm. like girl mm-hmm. it's not something you heal from I don't think I'll ever heal from it mm-hmm. but I will continue to work through that grief mm-hmm. right and she was able to do that in real time and yeah. it not be like this whole like I don't know. It just, I felt very seen there. And I feel like a lot of people got that opportunity with the way she framed it because she was just transparent about it. Totally. Um, And I don't think she was using it for a moment or or anything, even if the producers were like, yo, like, let's use, let's have a date where, you know, you're doing the thing that you used to do. And obviously they know his dad has died. Exactly. So they they know that she's going to do something that reminds her of Which is, by the way, why I think they brought him back for Katie's season because they had him for Claire's season originally whose father father had died died. fairly recently. And then they had that together and then he got brought back for Katie's season. And I'm wondering if it's because they thought that they would have that, that they could share. It's, it's right there. Absolutely. Yeah. It's right there. And And then the producers are like, "Mm, dad, 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 let's do it. There's so much both (laughs) in this. So much both and so much both and. And when we get to the part of the season where, where he's doing his, like, whatever they had in the previews where he's like, can I leave now? I'm ready to go and gets up. I look forward to seeing what that's about because there's, I think there's just stuff that's going to come out. Yes. Agreed. And it's going to be like. there's whispering on the internet about him. Oh, really? Oh, there's, yeah, there's a lot of whispering. Y'all, I don't be paying attention. All I know is, all I know is as soon as I found out he went to the Esper studio, I was like, all right. No, there's, we, you know, again, we, (sighs) Becca and I had, have made a firm decision, you know, eh, post all the reality steve bullshit that you know we're not we won't oh, yeah. share things but like yeah of let's course, just say there's not nothing 
There's like, not floating around about. No, there are things. My other thing is like we I just I I had to stop engaging with reality Steve a while back, mm-hmm. and then all of that stuff popped off, and I was like, girl, we we not I don't put them in our DMs and watch them not be read. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the thing though. It's like at the end of the day, like you know we receive a dm and appreciate people reaching out to us but give us the tea give us the tea but but they're, I might not but they're, not, but they're not vetted so yeah. it's like I mean, we're not going to put that information out there when yeah. it's like i don't i literally don't have every single like like yeah so like even, meisner is a real thing y'all i'm not making it up the <laughs> studio is a real school in new york city like, the fact of the matter is like we've you know we've received like receipts but it's like for like we're, it's like that's the word that's not what well, that's not what we're yeah, out here to do because sure. it's like I'm you not, can't say that you can't say we've received receipts no I'm not talking about Greg I'm talking about like in general no 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 I'm talking about like over yeah. the past few years there have been times when like you receive receipts but it's like to even to even make sure that those are accurate it's like I'm not even yeah. going to touch that I, I'll just tell you like you know if there's other things that have been like yeah, and, there's some, in the woods. and this yeah. is the thing there's some people that you never hear anything on yeah true that's fair and then and my point is that then there are some people where you see more than a handful yes. of things on. And then you're like, there are plenty of people okay. who are huge on the show yeah. who you never hear. You don't hear shit about. about. Or you're yeah. just like, oh, they were kind of annoying in college, but yeah. whatever. And there's, there's nothing there's, that's like, and there's some people where it's like, OK, yeah, you, okay. you do a little noted. You just and, it's, and you just Noted. put it. You just put the a, a little bit in your brain, like as you're watching, it, you process you're through like, it. But it's uh-huh. like well, that's it. You know. Yeah. Also, I think that our um, our fire against Greg also probably has to do with the fact that people are simping so, so hard. hard for Greg. Yeah, I don't know. I'm honestly that's why I feel very like <laughs> see, and I that doesn't affect me at all. I'm just so. Because I, I figured as, as soon as I saw him night one, I'm like, oh, the people, because they made him so romantic and whatever. I'm like, the people are going to love him. We're, we we aren't, and we're going to get so much shit for it. But uh, I'm just always so blown away by pe- how people <laughs> simp so quickly for someone. I'm like, you don't know anything yeah, you've about seen seven him. minutes total. I'm like, I totally yes. get being like simping in the sense of like, you are so Cute. hot. Right. But when it's like, he's a good person, you're like, well, you don't, Girl, you don't what? know do the person at all. Instagram? Like, do you really like, <laughs> yeah, it's like, and do you follow him on Met? Yeah. It's like, that's my thing. I'm like, you, school you follow someone on Instagram. <laughs> you don't know who they are. Like, I guess I'm doing the same thing. The opposite, though, where I'm like, true. he's a bad person. <laughs> that is also it's fair. a vibe. It's, yes, also, it's so. also true. It's and also I'm, true. I'm over here like, I feel like I dated Greg in theater school, and it's why I won't date another <gasps> actor. Boom. Hi. That, and like. that's what I told her, I think off, off mic, that, and that's maybe why I'm having strong feelings. I date. I dated Greg when I did like my little college theater. There was literally a specific guy that I'm like, it's Greg. He and so it's hard me, for me not to. And he was to. really good. He was talented. He was always ready to rehearse late. And I was just, I'm just like, mm, no, something seems a little too familiar about you. And it's got to go. Well, yeah. And, <laughs> yeah, yes. And it's also like go. we talked about it, I think last week, he gives off that kind of vibe where everyone's like, oh my God, he's such a good guy. And then you date him and you're like, 
you ruined my life. <laughs> I was like, bro, what did you just say to me? You wrecked me emotionally and led me on for seven months. Yeah. I, you know, say that, I'll say that again of like, I told you I never wanted, I wasn't ready for something serious. After you introduced me to your parents. And suddenly and we're in a situationship me, for like two we years. Got, we adopted a dog together. And you're saying that, you're saying that you were never looking for something serious? I done had uh, dinner with your grandma and you out here talking about you, you, you don't date a black girl. What? <laughs> Huh? We've been hang- we've been hooking up for two years. <laughs> you know, oh, like talking. Yeah, yeah. Oh God. So Greg, this is too familiar. I don't know. It's Prove just... yourself guilty till proven innocent. In my book. <laughs> yeah, that's I will start the. I don't know. I'm not starting a campaign against you, dog. But I will continue to call you Gregory Evan Hansen. That's not going away. I'm so sorry. Not about going it. away. All right. Let's uh, let's Greg. We'll see. We'll wish With you the peace best. peace and love. We wish you the best. Prove and uh, we'll see. Yeah. We shall see. Um, now, Prove then we have wrong. then we have uh, the second group date. Cowboy brawl. Cowboy brawl. I do want to say I love a waking up everyone with a cowbell moment, them running in. It's been a while since we've had one of those where people are woken up from their sleep, and I love and that I've like, missed it. Tasha and Caitlin, like, I don't know if they're listening to this podcast, but y'all know y'all fine. Oh, so, yeah. I know those boys were like, oh, no. Oh, no, they're like, they, they're like, Whoa. I was. Because they like, looked, they came in looking good. And the boys are just like, I was just dreaming about you. So that's what the chatty bros brought up, which I thought was fair. They were like, here's the thing about the about the beautiful lady host you got two other beautiful ladies hosting alongside you Uh and I will say I'm almost absolutely positive the jumpsuit that Caitlyn is wearing is something I wear in the movie that comes out oh for real I'm almost absolutely positive you're gonna have to do it side by side if it's not like something that's just really similar but I saw that outfit and I was like I wore that (laughs) I'm I'm there I'm on set I'm there right now they're waking me up (laughs) but I just love looking them like I just love looking at them I know they're just both so pretty it's like thank you (laughs) and they look so cute in their boots sneaking around and so then they make they wake the men up and the men are mostly all in their undies and I want to have my my trophy of this episode goes to John I am obsessed with John he this man he gets woken up he is shivering in his little he's walking around with a blanket all the other guys are just like like going around in their boxers and John is just shivering and he's just like this is shocking. <laughs> I've never been woken up this aggressively in my entire <laughs> yeah, life. Exactly. He's so cute. And then even when he does the mud wrestling, he like just gives it everything. And he's like, oh, I'm gonna, I just hope to last 10 seconds. And then later on when he's standing up against Carl, I love John. Yes. He is a sweet, sweet boy. He's adorable. Um, but then, yeah, so the men are all in their, in their undies. So, yeah, for the people who haven't watched, they go mud wrestling. Yes. And... I thought it was cute, thought it was hot. Very hot. Like the mud wrestling. Of course, they pit Cody and Aaron against each other. That seemed like the dumbest decision. You were, Jess was Can right, I have right, a moment? right. Can Please. I have a moment? Okay, I feel, I feel, uh, I felt very validated because when the people were very confused, I said, these men are both from San Diego. Mm-hmm. San Diego is a small place. If they're in the party scene, they know each other. Mm-hmm. 100%. I was 100%. still confused about what the fuck happened. That was never made clear. There's no context. They've provided us nothing. What is happening? I, Do they even have mutual friends? Like, what happened? See, because even <sighs> when Aram ended up talking to Kate, like, bro, like, you know, they have that, what is it? Flight, fight, freeze, fawn. 
uh, there's another one now. Um, all I know is I was like, are you freezing right now? Like, or do you actually not have anything <laughs> against him? Maybe y'all just don't like each other. Like, what's... Aaron? Yeah. You're talking about Aaron? Yeah. I Aaron seemed very... I, he seemed so adamant about like, I don't like you, bro. And it's not my fault. I don't like you. And then he was like, I have reasons not to like you. And I was just like, wait, what are the reasons? And then Cody's resp- like, I was just so weirded out by like, first of all, when Cody's lack of defense of himself. Oh, well, so so then when when Katie pulled aside Aaron, I've I started to. Yes. Did Aaron in the first episode come in hot for Cody? And did I have feelings about it? Sure. But in this episode, I had to say I texted Becca. I'm like, I'm going to start to fall for Aaron a little bit because Katie sat him down and he did not. You could tell he was not wanting to talk about Cody. Yes. That's why he was freezing and shaking and doing all that. I think so. I was like, I was like, it seems like you don't. And he says it later in the episode. He was like, I've never just talked to, you know, a wo- a woman about another man before. Yeah. And I was like, it seems like he genuinely wanted to bring this information to her attention mm-hmm. to be like, just I want you to be aware of this. I know this dude and it might he might not be it, chief. And I didn't feel either like when she said tell me what's going on, I felt like he was very um, he was very brief. Yeah. He did not talk. Like he said, I don't think this guy's a piece of shit. I'm not saying he's a massive piece of shit, but I have a problem with him. Yeah. And he, I don't know. I've, I was very much respected the way that Aaron handled it. I felt like you could tell he, he, that he could have taken that moment to heap on Cody. The lead is pulling me aside and asking me so I can even have the defense of like when they say, hey, why'd you say that? They'd be like, Katie asked me and genuinely say Katie asked me. And yet he left it very brief. But I think that's because the situation was really convoluted. I think the situation, he said something about response on social media. And I think it's one of those things when this, I think it was a situation where it was like, Bro, so my ex-girlfriend who I dated back in like 2012, um, her boyfriend, Cody, is his brother. And like mm-hmm. one time Cody went out um, with my roommate's uh, sister. <laughs> Probably. And, and I think it was like, I think it's one sure. of those situations where it's like all like he handled the situation badly. But I think it's so convoluted. I don't think Aaron could have even explained it to Katie if he tried. Like, I think it was That's one of those. I was wondering, too. But then Cody came to Aaron. I was like, why didn't you just keep your mouth shut? I was like, whoa. When Cody said to Aaron, and this is when I started to get so confused, their energy then with each other was so not aggressive. And they were so like, hey, guy, why'd you do that? (laughs) And then and then Cody was like, if you wouldn't if you wouldn't opened your mouth, people wouldn't have even known we knew each other. I'm like, that would have been weird. If you guys know each other and then act like you don't know each other. Now I'm like, what were you on your Instagram story? Like, yo, just a couple weeks. I'm about to be out in these streets. Y'all going to see me on TV. We about to go big time. Like, is that what like you saw? Or were you out in the club? Like, hey, we about to be on The Bachelorette. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. You know, like. Is this what Aaron saw and was just like, <laughs> I'm bristling against you and I'm also not about to fake the funk like I've never met you before? Why would yeah. you expect me to do that? I have a feeling in my gut that it's literally just Aaron knows Cody from like the scene. Again, it's like the, the, the party scene in San Diego is small. There's only a few clubs. You see the same people over and over oh, again okay. that he just doesn't fucking like Cody. Maybe Cody gets into a fight occasionally. I know they've But he pulled... says about social media. Well, yeah. I see, this is what my thought with social media. Okay. Uh, you know, people start to post about like people's political leanings and stuff. Uh-huh. And I guess Cody is very red. 
Okay. So perhaps there's things that were posted politically. Uh-huh. Maybe Aaron knows Katie is very blue mm-hmm. and it's kind of like, I don't know, maybe there was there was issues in that in that way. I don't know. I feel like the, the reason he couldn't give her or maybe even didn't give her specifics it's because you know when you just know somebody and you're like, I think they're a bad person. Yeah. yeah. I've seen them enough around town. I'm on his social media right now. It's like I've seen him enough around town. I've seen him interact with maybe some some girls that I know that I'm friends with. I've mm. seen him partying. I've seen all these things and I don't know what to tell you, but I think he's a bad guy. Yeah. Wait. That's kind of the energy that I got from maybe it's like Aaron just does not like him. And I Wait. was also wondering if Aaron <laughs> just didn't want to like just out like outwardly be like okay I'm about to rag on this dude like I'm yeah. not about to talk shit about him yes but I'm just gonna let you know something's amiss something's, something's amiss in the water something is in the water <laughs> okay what? so this is really weird worlds colliding I'm going on his Instagram and I'm seeing a guy commenting under it who I, I hooked up with in Costa Rica whoa weird very weird but not that weird because not that weird because it looks like like cody is one of those guys that's into sort of like um like he doesn't go actually go to burning man but he goes to like all the burner parties that are like in santa barbara and san diego so i think that they probably are in that that part very particular scene where they go to like certain kind of like edm desert shows kind of thing and then maybe like Maybe Cody was like DMing a friend of Aaron's or something, being like, oh, well, like my shit's about to blow up, like after the Bachelorette or like yeah. something like that. Something like, like, I don't know. I think it's a little convoluted, though. I think, I think it's it convoluted. Has to be convoluted. Yeah. And yeah. I, but, uh, but point of the whole thing is that the thing that I took away from it that I lived for is that our Bachelorette follows her gut. And I think she's got good intuition. We're seeing her now process it with Carl. The fact that she didn't right away just hear Carl out later in the episode and go, I think you're right. And then fully like, like just fully believe him. The fact that she kept saying like, but Carl and she, and she's like, I'm trying to follow my gut here. (laughs) She felt in her gut that there was something off about Cody and she just goes by I don't um, see. I don't see myself with you. Cody anyways. didn't have any defense. The no, did not. And that's what confused me. Yeah. It, it made me. Feel, I can't remember that video where it's like when she was like, "So, like, you know, you and Aaron know each other," and he said this, that, and the fourth. He was like, "What are you talking about?" Like, I felt that you know, I've never met her. I've never heard of that. I, <laughs> I've never seen yeah. this. I don't know of what totally. you're speaking of. Or that other that gif of the 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 white guy with the coiffed blue ha- uh blue uh blonde hair <laughs> where he like blinks and is just like what's up what yeah <laughs> totally what? like he seemed so thrown off and then was just like nope I don't know him and I was like wait no that's the wrong response yes I'm yelling but I was like no you've done the, the wrong answer sir just just be like I don't understand why he has a problem with me mm-hmm. yeah yeah we know each other like. His lack of defense and then also his attempt to deny initially was very strange. I saw fear in his eyes. And so to me, (laughs) I go, you know what? I feel like I I trust Aaron more in this situation, even if it was just personal distaste. Oh, no, no. I agree. I trust Aaron. And and then I, again, I was texting Becca this later on in the evening when then Katie pulls aside, um, pulls aside Aaron and Aaron's so concerned like oh now are you thinking that there's something wrong with me yeah. and then Katie's like I trust you 
tell me what's going on. I think we saw another moment again where I go, okay, I think I trust Aaron because Aaron could have used that as an opportunity to be like, I haven't heard anything, but like, I'm sure there's a guy or two that he's not a huge fan of. Yeah. And and been like, the lead fully trusts me right now and is asking me. And he went hard going, I have no idea what you're talking yeah. about. They're good guys. And then when he came back in with Carl and was just like, dude, what the fuck, man? Like, like, what are you thinking? What are you doing? I was like, like, I just, I took care of the problem for us all. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, Cody was the one and I, he's, now he's gone. Now we're all good. You fool. Now, Carl came in hot with the vagueness. Carl, when he came to talk about I've never met a liar lie like that. <laughs> He's so bad at it. You I never met a compulsive like, liar so bad about what they do. He was like, well, yeah, I mean, I mean, she was like, can you give me some examples? No, nah, I mean, I don't want to ruin your night. Bro, you done already started. You done put the car in the, the key in the ignition. I could your foot not is on the believe gas. it. Could you press down, please? Now, what I could not understand, though, is after that, now I understand that she's sleep deprived and nervous about what just happened with Cody and all that, but I could not understand how after that, it was just broken. Watered down just, shit. I don't know. With, <laughs> I was, with Carl. That then she was like, who the fuck is here for the wrong reasons? Like, I was, was kind of like, I was kind of like, wait, wait, wait. wait. I was but like, he did just someone tell in. her to turn it up <laughs> back there? Because, I mean, she's giving us a show. <laughs> I mean, I, I loved just, it. I don't know if it was a sleep deprivation, but I was just like, how are you going to come in so convinced after this guy gave the most mealy-mouthed, like, well, may I, who, someone in the I out there? I was like, Noah did a better job from oh, last yeah, oh, like, 1,000%. Noah, Noah brought it. like, brought it. Yeah, oh, and yeah, I still did. didn't know what he was talking about <laughs> yeah. in the car. And I'm over here like, Katie, wait, like, you didn't you just say you're not sure if you even trust what he's saying? And he, like, verbally was like, yeah, no, I don't want to give you exam. Like, you, I, he's lying. It was so, so I was confused wild. as to why she came in so hot. I was yeah. just like, are you really taking his word It must have. I'm wondering if they pulled her aside to a different room and they were like. Hyper in the interview. it's like. We got to figure this out. Yeah. We have yeah. to. You've seen <laughs> you the bottom of this. You Flush saw this happen guys. to Matt. It's not about to happen to you, bro. Like, yeah. yeah. And so they must have. They must have hyped her up so hard. Something. Now, my favorite thing, my favorite part of the entire episode, truly, were the men's reactions their to faces. her. Watching because everyone their they faces. were so shocked. Hunter was like about to cry. Hunter was like, <laughs> I, like Hunter was like, like I one of the most ladder, one like. of the most precious. Yeah, he's just like, what? <laughs> By the way, I think we're gonna see a lot more of Hunter because I was noticing they were having a lot of ITMs with him, even though he didn't like wasn't part of what was going on. They would randomly oh. cut to Hunter. His letter a lot. was like on a Trader Joe's bag. It was like I was crinkle, wondering Trader crinkle, Joe's crinkle. bag. And, like I was like sustainable this is cardboard <laughs> paper. <laughs> I was like, you know how you can get that cardboard, like, construction yeah. paper at Michael's paper. craft yeah. paper and stuff? Yeah. I was like, they just got that on set? Like, like they just got that on set? Is that a piece of bark? It's all just like, <laughs> about to break in half. But then, but then the, like, all the guys are, like, so shook. Aaron's Poor like, Aaron, what? And Aaron, then, when she pulls him aside. Oh, he's about to pass out. He was like, wait, then, oh, my Michael, God. Dad Michael, awkward Michael is just like, Yes. He's just <laughs> nodding with her. He's like, yes, get rid of them. We get know. rid of <laughs> the moles. I have to, I'm like, ready to go to sleep because yeah. I have to wake up early to FaceTime my son yeah. tomorrow. So yeah, he's like, like, I have a son. Right reasons. He's like, listen, listen, you guys, oh, all of you motherfuckers who didn't give me a date after I tell you night one that I have a son and that I'm here and time matters. I'm the one who doesn't get a date. The guy with the yes. kid at home. Okay, very cool. Yeah, get them all out. Meanwhile, Flush Andrew out, S is looking around like, what is going on? On. Like oh. I was like I thought he was about to start talking in his fake accent again. And he was so confused. 
and was sweet like, Andrew S. By the way, love him. When when she had the moment when she, after she sent Cody home, and Andrew came in and he's just like a teddy yeah. bear. And when they had that was another powerful moment when they talked about how both of their parents when they were having a tough time financially the both of them they're like we never would have known we were struggling financially because our parents always Aww. like had a smile they gave us the world and they gave us everything we ever needed and i was literally just like i was oh over there i was like i used to think me and my my family was rich because i used to get <laughs> all the brat stalls i wanted i would have never known that my mama needed me to get a free lunch you know like i yeah. thought she was making me lunch because she loved me yeah <laughs> you know or like and that's what I thought, because I'm really interested in Andrew S.'s story yeah. because he's from the south side of Chicago. I believe it was him in the intro package that was saying goodbye to his Yes, his grandmother. grandmother. And mm-hmm. she was like, I never say goodbye. I say <laughs> God bless you. I was like, my grandmother who lives in Chicago says, I never say goodbye. I say see you later. And it's just that I need more time with Andrew S. Yeah. I'm coming in and like being like I just want it to be the first person to I like make him. sure he's, he's so a so little sweet. bit like I really like him. It's just what we've talked about before. He's a little like, and I I can't think of a better word unfortunately, but he's a comes off a little immature to me. Yeah, I think he's like young. young. How we talk? Yes, I, yes, yes. He has sounds and looks like he's in high school. Yes, he has youthfulness in his eyes and. I don't know if that then will result in him and Katie working out, but I am very like drawn to his youthfulness. Like there's something so innocent. Like there's very like an innocence about. And I'm curious if there is a different side to that, to his youth. Cause like, I'm like, bro, you grew up South. If you grew up South side of Chicago, like there's a different color to the life that you've lived. Mm. Just as someone who has family from there. Um, because you know you don't just go to the south side of Chicago mm-hmm. you you don't um but i mean for someone who grew up probably with very little um to have like such perspective and then have lived such a worldly life where he lives half of the year in yeah, vienna yeah. and like the other half here i'm like i wonder if there is this youthful spirit and essence to him but there's this other side where he's like no, I've like I've seen some stuff or I've experienced some things. Um, I just don't let it color how I, you know, engage. Mm, no, with the I world. like that. There's just a little bit of immaturity to him where he's like a little bit too much in the group settings. I agree. Yeah, and a little bit. And actually, I need to work on. I'm an interrupting queen, but I noticed that with him and Katie, he like when they're in the beginning of the conversation, he like cut her off and started talking about sure. his life. He gets and I was very like, excited. Yes, yes. <laughs> I'm so hype, and I'm like, whoa. <laughs> and I get that, and I just think like I'm like, you might not be ready for like the level of relationship that, that maybe like Katie's looking for. looking for. Yeah. That's my only Cause thing. Cause he's, I, what is he? 24? Is he 24? Or is he like 26 or something? I, I was, But I was like, I was like, I don't even know if I, I could be in a relationship with you. And it's either weird, the same age or maybe just a couple years. Right. Off no. One another. Do you know what I'm saying though? Like yeah. he definitely is like, like, I don't know if he's ever been in a serious relationship before. Like he's very sort of, naive in a very sweet way yes i agree he wouldn't be it wouldn't surprise me if when they have their one-on-one he tells her that he's never been in like a A long-term relationship relationship. because Mm -hmm. yeah he does have that like that 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 nomad lifestyle yeah exactly when he got that blood wrestling pit i was like he about to body you oh my gosh (laughs) i felt so bad and as someone who's fantastic at mud wrestling aka i've done it once and i i bodied that girl and i was like 90 pounds of fierceness um but as someone who was like 
yo, like, you could probably humble me. Andrew didn't even look like he wanted to try. Uh Uh-huh. And then just laid them out on their back. And I was like, dang, you know. I am worried for him that in paradise, he might accidentally fuck his shit up with, like, a couple different girls and, like, getting his, like... Romantic wires <sighs> crossed a little bit. I could see it. Yeah, I could see it. Where like, he's because like, he gets so excited that like maybe he'll have a few connections and then it'll be just like and he might have been. Off. I think unfortunately, <laughs> like it could be. I could just see it happening where he was like DMing a girl and then he's yeah. hanging out with yeah. another one and then he's like, and no, he but I didn't uh, means no uh, harm by it. But yeah. he could come off looking real, real bad. bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see it's that. The, it's the unintentional. It's the, Blake, it's the kind of Blake like oh. Yeah, oh, I, didn't I didn't mean know. to do that. Yeah. Uh, and you're like, dude, you were texting, like, they're talking to three different it's girls like, at once, telling them guys. all the same thing. And they're comparing the notes now. Yeah. So, see, now oh you said the same thing. God. God. And I'm going to feel so bad because I'm going to want to be on Andrew S. <laughs> I know. And I probably will be just be like, I can't help it. I just, I love him so much. Yes. I don't know. I can just yeah, see, I can that, see for that, him. that for sure. And the other thing I wanted to say was shout out to Katie for not ending the night when she sent Cody home. Yeah, seriously. Oh, yeah. I was like, Katie has been through enough of these nighttime group dates where all of a sudden the night's over because somebody came in, yep, interrupted, facts. and was like, "It's my time." She now. she <laughs> took she literally she said, "Give me give me some time alone," and then she came back and she took time with all of them, and, and that must like, have been a late, exhausting night. That was I know a tiring night, but so I was maybe like, that's why off. she snapped the next day at the uh, at the rose ceremony <laughs> a little tired. bit. She's like, "I've been mm-hmm. up since no, like I four think she in the was morning, very sleep deprived, and yeah. I'm exhausted, and now I've got fucking Carl coming." Coming in and being ambiguous with me about apparently one of you guys or multiple of you guys are yeah. here for the wrong reasons. But yeah. anywho, I I the tease for the next episode. It looks like uh, next week's episode is going to be a Ooh. banger. It looks like I'm it's excited. going to be a lot of intense tea. All of the information, all of the info. Michaela, thank you so much Thanks for so much joining join. us. You're thank the best. You Can you please me. plug away? Let the people know. We'll include it in the episode notes where they can find everything. Yeah. I mean, I am at Carpang Diem on Instagram. I'm kind of, you know, I made my page private because folks were getting crazy in my DMs. Mm-hmm. But you can request me and maybe I'll be like, oh, <laughs> y'all, y'all follow the bad mom and at Becca. So you're safe. You can come into the club. Um, at the Black Chillerettes on Instagram and the Black Chillerettes with Vic and Mai on Patreon. It's spelled well, at sign T H E B L C K C H E L E O. How do you spell Rets? R E T T E S? Yes. Yeah, y'all will get it. it I like I said, it'll be in the show. Black without the A or C, right? Black B-L- without the yeah, A, yeah. but it's B L C K. Oh, it is C K. Okay. Yeah. And then it's Chillerettes. Like, it's, you know, I, pr- I swear I practiced in the shower because I was like, I got to get this right for the plug. Um, I also we'll like do yeah. thanks. <laughs> um, I also work with the Broadway Advocacy Coalition. We do a lot of work supporting those um, dealing with issues from mass incarceration to education and equity to racism on Broadway, as well as I will be in a movie this coming yes. yeah fall called King Richard about the Williams family, and I play one of the Williams sisters, not Serena Ravinas. So. Don't get too hyped. Oh, that's um, so exciting. But go watch the movie. Make sure you watch it in like in theaters and also stream it on HBO Max, like both and. Maybe it'll be safer for us to be in theaters. Multiple times. Multiple yes, times. Because I am so poor. <laughs> get those royalties. Get the, like, just let me get like a $4 just, residual check. Uh, $4. That's all I'm asking. 
the I would like more than that, but you know what I mean. But thank well, you for having me. Well, we love me you. On. Thank you so much. And yeah. uh, broads, we'll uh, we'll chat soon. Chat soon. <laughs>